<clears throat> Hello and good evening. This is Alfred Bonham Cotter, no relation, uh, Duke of Titty Hill. Now, don't laugh at that. It's in Sussex. No, really, it's in Sussex. Look it up. Uh, I'm here on the Go Folk Yourself podcast broadcast on the internet uh, just to quickly um, <clears throat> cite a few points about your revolutionary war and the victory you won <clears throat> in all those years ago. Uh, I do believe you were uh, protesting the taxation without representation, if I am not mistaken. But let me ask you, the common folk, a question. H how many of you know where your money is going from your taxes, huh? Hmm? Where, 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 where is your, um, is it dollars, dollars? I'm not sure. Where are they being spent? Is it, is it on roads? You, you can't be sure. You're not following it. Uh, on top of that, really, where's your money from the bank going? You, you don't know. None of you know. Now, doesn't it seem a little bit ridiculous that you, you separated from the crown over such a paltry matter as taxes? I mean, look at your states and how high those taxes are now, and yet none of you are revolting to start your own nation. So, uh, I mean, maybe some of you are, but you're considered the wingnuts of society, so I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> Yes, I came briefly to talk about that with you and bring up a very important point that just imagine how things would be now if you were part of England still. Maybe we wouldn't have Brexited. Although I was quite a fan of the Brexit. Not so much anymore, economically speaking, but, you know, it, it, it seemed like a good deal at the time. <clears throat> but I digress. Uh, what was I talking about? Um, damned. I don't remember. Have you ever seen that show Pole Dark? It's, it's a great show if you haven't watched it yet. Pole Dark. Stars some a very handsome chap and a very... Uh, she's not buxom, but she's beautiful. You know? <clears throat> if you're a fan of... Uh, period dramas that take place in Cornwall. You know, I, 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 I believe it will tickle your fancy. <clears throat> My favourite character is George Warlegan. This he's a shrewd chap. He is. <clears throat> that takes place right after the Revolutionary War. You know, I mean, the first scene of the entire series is actually on your soil. <laughs> uh, oh, that's what I was talking about. The Revolutionary War. Uh, you're, you're all idiots and you fought for a dead cause and now you let your money be squandered and spent uh, wherever your government uh, wants to and very few of you actually have true representation uh, and you're fools and idiots and a bunch of cunts. Uh, again, this is Alfred Bonham Carter, no relation to the famed actress Eleanor Bonham Carter. But if any of you know her, I would be much obliged to meet her. <laughs> I hear she's on the market. <laughs> oh, I am saucy. Uh, <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> anyway, I must retire to my drawing room. Uh, good evening, and uh, hopefully this finds you in good spirits. Well, what's that? Oh, apparently I'm supposed to tell you this podcast's explicit or some shit. Yes, it's a, it's a naughty podcast... And they're saying a lot of potty words. Good evening.
And welcome back, everybody, to the latest and greatest installment of Go Folk Yourself podcast here in God's country. We're celebrating the greatest holiday in American history, which is the... Christmas. God damn it. No, it is not Christmas, Victor. What... I what? thought we were doing Christmas again. No. I thought it was Christmas in, in July. In what world would we be doing Christmas in July? We've already done Christmas for fucking Christmas. It's Halloween. Uh, no, <laughs> is I mean it's almost halfway Halloween. That's but that's past. That's past. Uh, <sighs> is it Flag Day? No, Flag Day is not a real holiday. It oh, is a real know. holiday. It's no, in the, June. The banks don't close for it. It's not a real holiday. That's fair. Memorial Day. No, well, I mean, that's a pretty good one, but we're not doing that one. <laughs> uh, this is, in fact, the July 4th celebration extravaganza. Yeah. Yeah. We Fireworks sound Woo! effect here. Yeah. Put it in. Play <laughs> Stars and Stripes. Damn it. Yeah. There we go. Good. Yeah. That's what the people want. Excellent. So, yeah, this is America's birthday, everybody. We missed the boat last year, so we figured we'd do this one right yeah. by having Victor's little brother Harry come on with us you. because everybody else called out of the podcast. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry. You'll hear your favorite people from the podcast as they'll literally phone it in with their own stories from the Revolutionary War. Yeah. This is going to be the most bizarre holiday one we've ever done. Oh, next, yeah. Well, next to the last Thanksgiving, which yeah. is perhaps the weirdest thing we've ever done. <laughs> so, Harry, tell us why you got tagged onto this. So, what's your background? I am a history major from UCF. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. What school did you go to? UCF. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You, you just said, said that. that. <laughs> did you literally just tune him out? <laughs> I did tune out. <laughs> I was going to make a stoner joke, but I couldn't figure out one. I was just like from University of Jamaica, and I was like, that might be offensive because there might be doctors from Jamaica or something like that. I'm pretty what? positive that they have doctors in Jamaica. I know they have doctors yeah. in Jamaica, what? but I just feel like <laughs> shitty. Be like, actually, it's a really good medical program. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stereotyping a country known for mostly uh, reggae. But yep, yeah. good job. You've perpetuated colonialism yet again. <laughs> yes, I really did. And on this episode about colonialism. colonialism. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brett, are we doing just one, are we doing Boston again? What's what's the format? You know what the the format is literally whatever you and I were talking about on our smoke break yeah, earlier. Thirteen original fucking colonies. That's right. You get ghost stories. Uh, Maybe a Bigfoot. I don't know if there's one. Maybe Probably not. not. Uh, uh, we're we're going to definitely talk about the fucking Patriot. Yeah. How historically accurate sure. that was. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be the highlight of the day. Yeah. Thank you, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Famed Seriously. American actor who is not from Australia. Who's actually American, and that's what... It, yeah, don't believe the new, the fake news. Yeah, alternate facts does not apply to uh, Mel Gibson, everybody. Nope. He owns, I think, an island in Puerto Rico or something. I don't know. And if that doesn't make you American, I don't know what does. Yeah. So we're going <laughs> to gonna be talking about all sorts of great things, like folklore from the American Revolution, the greatest war that ever happened, next to World War II. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about some amazing historical figures from the American Revolution that may Maybe you've heard of, and but maybe not. So maybe some funny quotes from uh, Ben Franklin because he's the funniest fucking person that ever lived. Yeah, apparently we might throw some random skits in there. You'll hear from Dan and Ethan. They're picking. We don't know what they're picking. So hopefully, when we segue to them, it's good. Yeah, we, we don't know. You. We don't because know. Dan is in California and yeah. Nick is dying apparently. Apparently, <laughs> Nick is dying. So and Ethan if, has a piano <laughs> recital tonight. <laughs> also, if Nick dies, we're so sorry for his family and loved ones, just in case. But no, he's fine. He just has a cold. Yeah, he called out. I don't know. I don't know. He we, could be lying. He sounded like he was lying. But yeah, he was like, <coughs> I'm sick. <laughs> oh, guys, I can't I'm, make. I'm really sick. Uh, I'm, I'm so like, sick. Yeah. So, yeah, well, what do you want to get kicked off with first, Victor? Uh, so, I'm actually going to wait for the segue to kick to me instead of interrupt with 10 strange but true facts about the Revolutionary War. 
Uh, did you guys know that the Boston Tea Party had a sequel? So we know the original one, right? So December 16, 7073. Right. Sons of Liberty dressed Native Americans. So apparently a bunch of guys got drunk and were like, fuck it. We need to do it again. And uh, they hit again on March 7th, 1774. And <laughs> Let's do it again. But they only grabbed 16 chests of tea. So it's not maybe as drastic, and that's why it's not really known or huh. anything of that nature. But it's just like, hey, we got, yeah, it's, you know what we should do? Fucking send a message. Just throw that tea in the river. We're going to do and that shit again. Like, hey, didn't someone do it? Shut up, Clyde. We're doing it again. It works. Shut did it. up. Simpsons, Simpsons did it. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking going to do it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a point. Shit yeah. worked the first time, Send all right? King George a fucking message. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah, Sam Adams kind of did that already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harry, by that time, how far are we, how close are we to actually war with the British in March 7th, 1774? Pretty damn close, considering that it started that year. Okay. Oh, shit. So it okay. Already, yeah, that. so that's okay. what I was wondering, too. Was it like, we're sending them a message. You know Washington's fighting them, right? Like, they, they got the message <laughs> Look, after the we shot front. them. Speaking <laughs> of hazing and scaring the shit out of people, God did you guys know it. it was common practice for patriots to tar and feather loyalists? Yes. So, yes. Yes. And then uh, the Daughters of Liberty had a nice, softer touch. They would use molasses and flowers instead. Huh, that's huh. A, so a little, I did not know that. Yeah, that one sounds delicious yep. because molasses is amazing. Yeah, but uh, one of my favorite things about the tarring and feathering is like, yeah, you see it in movies, and it's like, ha ha, huh, what's good you. fun? No, 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 you die from that usually. Yeah, <laughs> that is hot scalding oil all yeah. over your body. It, yeah, it uh, burns off the top layer of your skin, oh, and it can God. only be removed by cutting it off and. The likelihood of you getting like a s- serious staph infection, like on eighty percent of your body, is yeah. like incredibly high, and most people die from that. Oh, that's so, awful. Yeah, it it does seem like ha ha. Oh yes, we'll tar and feather the Tory, but they they usually died at the end of it. Oh wow, yeah. that's ridiculous. So I'm sorry, England. <laughs> I mean, the other thing the British did that was cool. So during uh, the British invasion, when such cities in New York were controlled, do you know the British Army took time to be professional produced plays during the war? Really? Yes. Quite fancy. I know there's shots going outside, but could we do Hamlet tonight? I mean, Cornwallis I've, would. Cornwallis would. <laughs> right. Indubitably. I mean, Indubitably. I feel like that. S- keep the spirits up, boys. I mean, I, I honestly like. Yeah, it was really Sorry. bad. Uh, I, I feel like that one kind of makes sense because, yeah. like, in the time period, like, what the fuck else would you do for fun? Like, yeah. Like, that, I mean, soldiers got to entertain themselves somehow, and I'm sure and that most of it was the Queen's <laughs> Empire. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <That's very true>. <laughs> <laughs> Another weird fun fact, uh, they, like, literally this title is called Jack Sparrow Pirate. Uh, since they didn't have money for a Navy, uh, the Continental Con- Con- Ugh, Congress hired... Uh, privateers and pirates and uh, to attack British ships when they were supposed to split the bounty with the U.S. But, of course, they kept it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, that must have been a pretty fucking sweet job being yeah. paid to be a pirate. I mean, I, mean I think that's what all that came from, right? Yeah, like yeah. privateers in the like in the sailing age to were always... against Spain. Yeah, were like pretty common practice over jamaica was it the same was that the tactic the british used for spain and yeah. then it just got yeah. fucking backfired on them by yeah the way that spanish colonies were already settled yeah then you have the british using pirateers to take over those Spanish. and that's colonies. a way of not it's an act of war right yeah because it's, it's, it's a pirate they're a privateer they're doing it not on our wishes yeah okay yeah, like they Sorry. probably didn't fly the flag of fucking that's england in, yeah. but yeah. we're paid by them to do it to do it yeah to just cause terror and then it just backfired when they this, yeah this, this would happen with british over the years and then they would make it illegal and then they would pardon all the pirates 
<laughs> by making it legal. When they really? Yeah. So, so this happened multiple times throughout the period where you have pirates that were in and out of law. Yeah. Huh, based on based on the government's whim. Really? Just like marijuana. <laughs> God damn it, Harry. It's not the platform for your fucking shit. You know, we invited him. He can use it as a yeah. platform. We, <laughs> just legalize a man's fucking nature, man. <laughs> you can't make a plant illegal. <laughs> fucking can't. You kidding me, man? Can't hug your children with nuclear arms. <laughs> can't, can't, man. You know, is uh, is this the war where the British were like stealing our dudes off of our boats and making them work on their boats, or is that the War of eighteen twelve? Because I don't really remember so much about this one. I'm not I, sure. I feel if like that that's was. War of eighteen twelve. I feel like it has to be eighteen twelve. Because right? that's like the I was reading. I don't know. I was just down the Wikipedia yeah. rabbit, rabbit hole reading about press ganging. Uh, which is like the practice of stealing fishermen and making them work oh, on yeah. your boat. That's that's yeah. been that's been around since as long as there's been seafarers. <laughs> oh wow. Oh okay. So that yep. was probably an issue also. Yeah, Vikings used to do it. Oh yeah. That's oh, really yeah, good point. <laughs> yep. And I know we might talk about it later in the show, but uh the first CIA spying played a huge role in the war. Yeah. Agents on both sides sent messages using invisible ink. Yeah, dude, there's a whole fucking AMC series on this, if you haven't seen it, called Turn. Okay. Uh, and it is super oh. good. Uh, it is a period drama set during the American Revolution starring that very same spy ring. Nice. And, like, it, they do, like, wild shit, like, showing how, like, it would pass messages on, like, hard-boiled eggs and shit. Really? Yeah, because oh, apparently, shit. like, you can, like, as an egg is cooking, scratch onto it with, like, a pin. And oh. it like will make a fucking message inside the egg. Holy and shit! And if you open it carefully, you can actually like read it. What the fuck? Yeah, I didn't fucking know that was like around the eggs. egg, yeah. like around the white of the egg. <laughs> yeah, was, so they would just yeah like, they look. would just they would like cook it by a candle, and they would scratch on the shell as oh, they're shit. doing it, and it would leave like a black mark on yeah. it because I guess it would like or a brown mark rather mm-hmm. because that was like the not cooked part because they're like disturbing it. Okay. And they would use that to pass messages. Oh wow. Yeah. That's freaking nuts. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like I I'm not gonna lie, I tried it and I really just broke an egg in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I I would be a miserable spy yeah. in the colonial era. Where the fuck is the Wi-Fi password? What are you talking about? <laughs> Look, I'm under a lot of pressure. I'm, I'm trying to I'm make trying the to... fucking egg message, and it's you hard have to ride all the way I to Connecticut. Have... I don't have Q. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck, what do you man. mean I have to get on a horse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like on the horse or like on a We'd horse drawn die. car? All of us would die horribly. <laughs> How do I make the horse go? <laughs> I assume all types. Every time travel thing I see, I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Like, all all of that shitting outside. All, I don't know. You Some know, things are okay, but you'd, you'd probably get used to it after. Yeah, like a I'm year. sure you get used to it because that's what what you, you like, live whatever. in. Like, yeah, <laughs> after a year, I don't think you make it past that. Colonial you America. You don't think you? I think that I could go like a solid couple years in Colonial America. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'd probably like break my glasses and then like be fucking blind <laughs> forever <laughs> <laughs> out in the wilderness. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is how I die. Uh, yeah. this is, <laughs> I'm alone and I'm cold. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you have all your vaccination so you're good oh hell yeah, yeah i didn't like think I, that's what i always think of was like man you're gonna be like fucking so much diseases and shit and malnourishment but i guess you're good yeah like starting I, out. I could go touch all those you'd small also be, people you'd also be a really old man by then right because the average i mean that is a fallacy is that a fallacy all okay right, cool so, like all right so that the fallacy that's of way people more died younger yeah in olden air and older eras is skewed on infant mortality okay and the prevalence oh. of violence so, okay yeah that's I'm, bullshit. Yeah. Young okay. people died earlier and babies died a lot. 
Yeah, exactly. So, like, if you're looking at it from a statistics standpoint, yeah. the outlier of infant mortality combined with, uh, like, childhood mortality, yeah. just because, like, the nature of disease kind of preys on that group of people. Yeah, that and makes sense. it also tends to prey on the opposite side. Yeah, Literally, if you got to, like, 18, you had, like, a 90% chance of, like, living to 70. Yeah, okay, But, like, gotcha. if you look at it just in the sheer amount of people that died on the first part of the scale, yeah. it kind of skews it all. And, and also, once you're older, past like 45, like something hits you heavy that we modern medicine yeah, keeps people alive. Exactly. Like thinking like something has like a mild alive. heart attack or a stroke, you're gonna fucking you're die, die back from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chop off his foot. That will help. <laughs> like, what? Well, he, you know, he he fell down and he just wasn't the same. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I guess. I, yeah. I, don't I guess know. strokes were treated differently too. Well, like or, think about how you'd fucking feed them. Like, what would you feed them? They would just die. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, that's true. Like we. You can literally put gruel into the inside of your stomach now yeah. and keep you okay until something can fix it. But not then. You know, it's like, let me mush this gum into your mouth and maybe <laughs> you'll be okay. All right, we're going to take this time and segue to one of the other guys and they'll have a fun story about the Revolutionary War. Hey, everyone. It's me, Ethan, from the podcast. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm recording this as I'm driving in my car, which I know a lot of you listen to this podcast while you're driving. So it's like we're we're in the same car. It's really look out for that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm here to tell you about George Washington. George Washington was our 45th president. No, I'm just kidding. Washington was our first president. He. Uh, led the troops to win in the Revolutionary War. Uh, he was a really cool dude. But here are some fun facts you may not have known about George Washington. Fact number one, he is the father of the American mule. He was gifted a horse and gifted a donkey, and he bred them together to make a mule and used it out of Mount Vernon for all of his farming stuff. And in fact, he, he made a shitload of mules out of those two, uh, those two other animals. And a ton of farmers actually hold him up as being kind of a revolutionary, eh, right, because of the war, uh, for making the mule, like kind of the standard thing, at least in American agriculture. So, uh, agriculture. So that's pretty cool. Another fact, George Washington fucking loved dancing. That's, I know that sounds fake, but that's totally true. Dude would fucking dance his ass off at parties. Uh, when he was young, he did it when he was old. He, he especially loved dancing with women. So that's cool. Uh, fact number three, George Washington did not smoke, nor did he drink. Yet he kept... Uh, wine and spirits at his house for parties. So that was pretty cool. What a nice host. He never smoked. Um, at least there's no records indicating that he smoked. And and yet he grew uh, weed at his estate. I don't know if that's true. I heard that in Dazed and Confused. And I always thought that was a really funny line. Uh, then uh, fact number Four. Yeah, I'm at number four. Fact number four. Uh, George Washington's teeth, they say it was wood. Close. His teeth was ivory. 
He had a shitload of fake teeth because most of his teeth fell out. So he had dentures. And as you can tell, dentures fucking sucked back then. Uh, But he had teeth that comprised of ivory, uh, a couple of other things. And then unfortunately, uh, some teeth from slaves. I can't remember if they're from his slaves, but he had some some of those teeth belong to somebody else and there are records that indicate that those teeth were slaves teeth at some point so that's pretty awful and for all of you english people out there that's right george washington owned slaves uh it's really 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 terrible that our founding father and most of our founding fathers uh owned people like what the fuck was that about If you listen to the musical Hamilton, they kind of touch on that or read anything about Hamilton. Uh, He was like, what are we doing? Why do we own these people? And everyone else is like, man, whatever. It's the economy, you know, times is bad. And it's like, no, that's fucking weird. Uh, John Adams didn't own any slaves. And that's why John Adams is my number two favorite founding father. Uh, But this isn't about John Adams. This is about George Washington. Next fun fact about George Washington. All of the horses he rode during the Revolutionary War, he later uh, brought back to Mount Vernon, the ones that were still alive, and retired them. Those horses didn't have to do shit for the rest of their lives. Uh, And I always thought that was a really nice story. Like, he just took really special care of them. And it's really, it's really good. Yeah, I always thought that was nice. Um, There's a shitload of other fun facts about Washington. Just the sheer height of Washington, dude was 6'4". Back then, the average height was 5'8". So that dude was tall as fuck. And uh, one of my favorite quotes of Benjamin Franklin's, another founding father, uh, founding father number three favorite of mine, is, uh, well, he's the tallest man in any room. He's bound to lead something. So I thought that was good. Uh, And final fun fact about George Washington... Uh, he, damn, now that I said it, it's a final fact, it's got to be a good one. Uh, George Washington could shoot lightning out of his fingertips. That's right. Don't check. All right. So welcome back. That was a really interesting story from Ethan. God, I really liked what they did. There. Yeah, that was good. I hope that this isn't the same story. I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck it we're doing it live hell yeah of. we're just we're just flying by the seat of our pants here we don't even have a script everybody we nope. have a general outline at best and guess what you know who didn't play by the rules either motherfucking paul revere yeah that's right fucking silversmith from massachusetts bay colony who was famous for his midnight ride to warn everybody that the fucking evil english were coming to oppress us just the same as they do today with oh, wow. their good nature and politeness <laughs> telling <laughs> us that we should not be as violent as we are. So, right. yeah. Are you excited to learn a little bit more about the midnight ride of Paul Revere? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I lived on Revere Beach when I lived in Boston over there. So, he's, hold on. They have a, they have a fucking from... beach in, yeah. over there? There's like, a what beach is that over like? there. <laughs> uh, it's kind of, what do I want to say? Uh, <laughs> It's not swimmable at all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's I freezing cold water and uh, also shitty crap that rolls up on the shore. Um, it's literally the Jersey Shore, but shrunk. It's very small and mostly old retired Italians 
uh, on the beach there, telling you you got to go to fucking Kelly's. This podcast is sponsored by Kelly's Roast Beef. What is Kelly's Roast Beef? Hold on. Before we go into Paul Revere. So when I moved to Boston, anytime I told people I live in Revere, like, you live in fucking Revere? That's fucking wicked. You got to go to Kelly's, dude. Got to fucking eat at Kelly's. So Kelly's is a small little surf shack place that think of Arby's, but really good roast beef. Like it's a deli on the beach. Okay. It makes these hot roast beef sandwiches and lobster roll sandwiches. That sounds fucking awesome. Only in one place in this whole fucking state can you get it is there. So it's something that's like from old school back then. Like when this beach literally had uh, used to have a fair. Think of like old school Coney Island, but they got rid of all of it and made condos like Boardwalk Empire time. Boardwalk Empire time. That stuff was still there, but they demolished all of it. But certain stuff is there as far as like Kelly's Roast Beef and some famous pizza shop there that's from earlier. Sbarro's, I think. Yeah, Sbarro's is authentic Boston pizza. Nice. You heard it here first. I love that little pizza place in Boston. (laughs) (laughs) I think they have a couple of spots open in random places. But yeah, Kelly's Roast Beef. Uh, there's a lot of really good food right off in Boston, but yeah, enough hmm. about that. Okay, <laughs> good. Paul Revere. <laughs> so Paul Revere, right? So nothing, nothing makes me hungrier than talking about <laughs> a silversmith riding on a horse, horse to warn people of the evil British. So yeah, April sixteenth, seventeen seventy-five. Paul Revere starts to hear that there's going to be a raid on the city of Concord in the in the uh, coming days. So it's spe- it's speculated that this is coming from General Gage's wife. Okay. So this is a that's an American general that like fights throughout you know the majority of the war. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, with this gathering intelligence, Paul Revere comes up, and this is a cor- of course according to myth, because uh, mm-hmm. the, the myth states that he did this shit all by himself. Oh, and, gotcha. Yeah, yeah which the, obviously the, there was like multiple guys like that almost, did this. Yeah, multiple yeah, guys like that did it. Israel Bissell. Yes, or it, who also. Who just doesn't sound very revolutionary name? So yeah, like not very. Yeah, yeah, Israel yeah. Bizzle. No, Israel Ugh. Bizzle. He he ran way more farther than than <laughs> Paul Revere. Yeah, but yeah, but he's just not a good. I mean, he ran all the way from Lexington to Philadelphia. But it's li- how far away is that? That's, that is that's, like that a is, long that way. Was that like is three far. times the length of Paul Revere's ride. Yeah, Boston and the whole city itself is like eight miles wide. It's a very condensed area. So I mean, but yeah, holy shit, that is a long fucking horse ride. Yeah, Israel yeah. Bizzle, guys, like. Look Just not up. a very nice, but it doesn't have revolutionary. Paul Revere, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul, Paul Revere, Revere. Sound like has mo- Revere, fucking <laughs> Revere Moxie Paul behind Revere. that fucking name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds like if you owe, like if I owe Israel Bizzle five I'm, bucks, who I'm gives Israel a shit? Israel Bizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Revere is like I owe that shit five. I owe that dude five dollars. Fuck, I'm running. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so according to the myth, uh, it's Paul Revere alone. Uh, who yeah. begins making uh, plans to alert the surrounding countryside on horseback that the British are coming to ransack the city. So, okay. uh, of course, you have the old uh, one if by land, two if by sea, uh, which is affiliated with this. So uh, there is, which implies that there was two routes that the British soldiers would take, uh, one by land through the Boston Neck and uh, the other by sea across the Charles River. Oh, so, wow, okay. According to the story, Paul Revere arranged to have a signal lit in the Old North Church for one lantern if the British were coming by land and two if the lanterns were coming by sea. And they begin to make preparations, you know, by you know getting fucking lanterns because yeah. it's colonial time and guess what? Everybody has a fucking lantern. Yeah. So uh, one if by land, two if by sea, made famous by Henry Ward, uh, Wadsworth Longfellow's is that uh, actually what ride. they used, or is that just for the story they used? They used. Uh, that I mean, hooded lanterns are pretty fucking okay. common, like uh, at this point in time. Uh, so on April 18th... I didn't know the real thing was like the fucking British are coming. Panic! Like, it's just, just get, the like, like, get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! What's wrong with you? Like, just like. 
<laughs> so, uh, uh, 700 British soldiers under the command of Lieutenant Colonel Francis Smith gathered on Boston Common and boarded ships to raid Concord. So they're coming by sea, motherfuckers. Oh, shit. Uh, and this group included grenadiers. So I didn't oh, know wow. this, but like they had grenades. That is amazing yeah. unto itself. I guess it would make sense if we had rockets in like the world of 1812. Holy shit. But yeah, that's pretty fucking badass. And uh, so these guys were like the fucking front line guys that were oh, coming. okay. Gotcha. Like this wasn't like the fuck around militia. Oh, this, really? Yeah, so this, this was, was like full British like, fuck this, you. This you sent like us the a declaration. Fuck you, or shock like a, troopers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who are coming. And I did, I did not know that until reading about this further. Uh, in addition to that, they also had eight companies of infantry beyond the uh, Grenadiers. Oh, sure. So Paul Revere, along with William Dawes, Samuel Prescott, and what was that other guy? Israel Bissell. Israel Bissell. Yeah, yeah. All thrip, like flip the fuck out because they think like, you know, we had planned that this was going to be like a raiding party. Yeah. But like, this it's is the full... fucking army. <laughs> Shit. And so like they disperse and uh, take off into the night uh, yelling to people to, uh, you know, get the fuck out of there yeah. because... This is the fuck you army, not the like irregulars that are coming. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. And so uh, Revere goes to Lexington, uh, which is actually where Sam Adams and John Hancock were staying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so they were actually on well, their way the to the uh, Continental Congress, and they just happened to be in Lexington staying, sharing a room overnight. Yeah. And like Paul Revere was obviously like, get the fuck out of get here. Get out of here. <laughs> because they're going to kill you if they find you. Paul, check out this awesome brew, this wicked brew I made here. Oh, look at this beer. Look at this fucking nice. Look at this IPA. It's fucking wicked. God damn, damn it. The you got are coming. Get the fuck out of here. What also, is wrong with you? <laughs> also, fun fact, Brett, uh, is it. Is it this character we talked about at work who whose portrait looks like a famous celebrity? Oh God, yes. Yeah. If you guys have not seen the like there's actually a really good <laughs> detailed portrait of Paul Revere, like at work in his studio. So yeah. in addition to being the dude that like warned everyone, he was actually already famous for being a silversmith. So that's why gotcha. he makes like uh, so a blacksmith is someone that makes tools, right? They yeah. make like big things like swords, plows, uh horseshoes, like Little things that you need like around your daily life. Mm -hmm. A silversmith was like the high-end blacksmith who made things like teapots and like utensils oh, okay. and stuff. So not necessarily just working in silver, but working in fine goods. Gotcha. And he was like fucking. So like, having his shit was like, like a big deal. Like well, Tiffany's. Yeah, basically. exactly. It's like Louis Vuitton. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Exactly. It's a designer. Yeah. Like. yeah. So that's probably why he's a little Ooh, bit more famous. Is your teapot a Paul Revere? That is a Revere. Uh, that, yeah. Thank you. That's a thank you. That's a real Revere. <laughs> uh huh. So that like, makes sense why you would make a story about him if he was included in anything. Yeah, yeah. he was already regionally yeah. famous. So like, and they leave out a girl who did forty miles. I mean, that's what? a very, oh, what? There was a woman doing something, yeah. so, and we so left it out. We, yeah, we, we left out that woman. So <laughs> Sybil Lugdington, who's actually the daughter of a colonel, yeah. okay. ran forty miles on a horseback where her horse dies and still runs. Holy shit! Holy shit! So what? yeah, so sorry, females died. out there. Um, she's a badass story hero of the the whole story. She gets left out completely from history. Wow. No, no, really, not, like not oh. even is like she forgotten, but it's just like not talked about whatsoever. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ! She even she warned the where did she run? Dunbarry, Connecticut, and then she was approached by the British and got away somehow. Oh shit! Wow, shit! Yeah. So like they like were catching up to her, and then she also yeah, managed to get away. because she's fucking running. <laughs> Right? It's not on a horse. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. 
So, yeah, Paul Damn. Revere, regionally famous tradesman. Yeah. So that's like having like the fucking like I don't know, like what's a what's a famous person that makes something now? Uh like, I mean I don't know, like Louis Vuitton was a good analogy. Yeah, I guess, like, or a so designer. Like, it's like having fucking Louis Vuitton yeah. being like the one that's like, there's a fucking army of fuck you guys yeah. coming. <laughs> like <laughs> warning like, everybody yeah, personally. Exactly. Yeah. So like everyone's like, uh oh, okay, shit. yeah, all right, Louis, we're gonna get the fuck out oh, of yeah, here. Oh yeah, gotcha. Uh and so anyway, uh there's being that he was regionally famous. He actually had a very detailed portrait commissioned of himself. And if mm-hmm. you guys Google search this right now, yes. no shit, you are going to see this. Real quick before image. you say it, Harry, Google it. You've not seen okay, this, have so you? You've never, uh, Paul Revere's portrait? Portrait of Paul Revere. Okay. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. Because we, we tested this, and it's it's pretty unanimous. Yeah, and, you know, Listener, you do that right now. Like on his chin? Yes. Yes. Who, okay. does, who, who does he who, look who, like? Who, who does he look like? Which celebrity does he look like? He looks like Jack Black. Yeah. Oh my Thank God. You. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's it's Paul Revere. Or it's, it's fucking jelly beans. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jack Black is a time traveler. <laughs> Safety not guaranteed. <laughs> he is like the fucking doppelganger yeah. of Jack Literally Black in the 18th century. <laughs> Hollywood, this is your story. Make it happen. <laughs> Make Paul Revere. Jack Black. Like, Paul Revere. Yeah. Yeah, like if oh my god, if you were to put a photo of Jack Black clean shaven, yeah, with a ponytail next to this portrait of Paul Revere, I'm sure he's done something where he has yeah, that get up. In absolutely, it. can we get a historical comedy of this? Because come on, it's a dude on a horse, yeah. who is terrified running around. Like exactly, that, the comedy writes was a itself. designer <laughs> silversmith. Like, yeah, he was just, uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. doing. <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are in a fucking hotel and the fucking army's coming. You can get the fuck God, out. Get, go. <laughs> like what like oh, it's regionally famous yeah. for Smith yeah. Ball right here. <laughs> <laughs> I love the stuff that you make. That's not that's, the that's fucking point. T- Thank you, but that's not the point. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck. So yeah, All right. that's the midnight ride of Paul Revere. Not the only dude, but like the most famous dude. Nice. And even if he wouldn't have been on the midnight ride. Would have been fucking famous because he was already fucking famous. <laughs> I, I will say we are critiquing a lot of different things, and all these people are heroes. To be 19 through 30 and basically being like, hey, old man and, and everything we knew from the old world, fuck you. Like, we're doing our own shit, and they respond with violence. Like, that's, I can't even imagine that world. Like, that's insane to me to think about nowadays. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. To like- overthrow your government and to... To start something brand new, and it's fucking insane. Yeah, it's incredible that it even fucking happened. Yeah, like when you think about it. But I mean, I guess like, like Lafayette, I just read was nineteen. Yeah, what the fuck? And as well, a ju- <laughs> like that's insane to me. Yeah, he was nineteen, had come here from France to specifically fight in this revolution. Yeah, so that he could learn how to overthrow his government in yeah, France, back. which he went and fucking did. did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that dude did the fucking revolutionary twofer. Damn, Revolutionary War yeah. Two. So, like, if you guys French have Boogaloo, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, if you guys are in a city in America that has a Lafayette Square or street, oh, that makes that way is more ap- sense. named after him. Yeah, uh, or like it's super common, especially in the South, to have like a Lafayette County. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think uh, we, I think we may have one. I here. think we do. I think it's uh, a quarter. We, yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's called the French Quarter. Yeah, and like uh, yeah. it's pretty cool. Like, if you ever go to Savannah, Georgia. Uh, they act like um, after so the, the French Revolution happened immediately, like nearly immediately after the American Revolution. Yeah. And Lafayette was the general here, went there, 
was a general. And then basically, like, they got fed up with his shit and were like, look, you got to get the fuck out of here because you're a revolutionary. And, like, we're trying to, like, wrap this up. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> we don't need to listen to your fucking old ass anymore. And so, like, he pretty much becomes, like, penniless. Okay. And uh, I think Jefferson actually invites him back. Really? Uh, to America. Okay. And he does, like, a fucking farewell, uh, basically a farewell tour. Because oh, he's, shit. like, super old at this point in time. And, like, basically he's, he's on death's door. Gotcha. And he does, like, a tour of the colonies okay. uh, just to kind of see what things look like again. That's fucking and, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, like, there's a, a statue to him in, uh, in Savannah. Yeah. And there's a whole square dedicated to him where you can find it. That makes sense. And, so he's sharing his stories from that. And people yeah, find, exactly. Like, that's amazing and to there's, see that. And there's, like, this historical end where he actually stayed that is still there. And he uh, he gave a speech to the crowd, like talking about the revolution, like okay. maybe like thirty years afterwards, wow, to like Holy hundreds shit. and hundreds of people, okay. And like they they have like the room left the way that he left it, wow, which is super That's cool, fucking nuts. yeah. That's awesome. And here's another awesome story from Nick. Thanks, guys. Um, my revolutionary history stories for this Independence Day, one that's kind of you know really morphed and turned into almost a folklore over the times. Uh, and that's the story of Molly Pitcher. When we look at Molly Pitcher, um, it was really a nickname that was given to a woman that's kind of shifted to become several women. But basically, it was a nickname given to a woman said to have fought in the American Battle of Monmouth in New Jersey, who's generally believed to have been Mary Ludwig, Ludwig Hayes McCauley. Since various Molly Pitcher tales grew in the telling, many historians regard Molly Pitcher as folklore rather than history, or suggest that Molly Pitcher may be a composite image. Um, resulting, you know, from the actions of a number of real women. The name itself may have originated as a nickname given to women who carried water to men on the battlefield during war. When we look at the Battle of Monmouth, uh, this is in June 1778, and Mary Hayes attended to the revolutionary soldiers by giving them water. Just before the battle started, she found a spring to serve as her water supply. Two different places on the battlefield are currently marked as the Molly Pitcher Spring. Mary Hayes spent much of the early day carrying water to soldiers and to artillerymen, often under heavy fire from British troops. During this battle, because it was right in, you know, the, the kind of like the middle of summer, uh, the weather was very hot, well over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Sometime during the battle, William Hayes collapsed, either wounded or suffering from heat exhaustion. It's often been reported that he was killed in the battle, but it's known that he has survived. As her husband was carried off the battlefield, Mary Hayes took his place at the cannon, and for the rest of the day in the heat of the battle, Mary continued to swab and load the cannon after using her husband's ramrod. And I swear to God I didn't make any of that up, despite how hilariously sexual that sounds. At one point, a British musket ball or cannonball flew between her legs and tore off the bottom of her, her skirt. Mary supposedly said something to the effect of, well, that could have been worse, and then went back to loading the cannon. Joseph Plum Martin recalls this incident in his memoirs, writing that at the Battle of Monmouth, a woman whose husband belonged to the artillery and who was then attached to a piece in the engagement attended with her husband at the piece the whole time. While in the act of reaching a cartridge and having one of her feet as far before the other as she could step, a cannon shot from the enemy passed directly between her legs without doing any other damage than carrying away all the lower part of her petticoat. Looking at it with apparent unconcern, she observed that it was lucky it did not pass a little higher, for in that case it might have carried away something else and continued her occupation. 
Although George Washington and his commanders expected the battle to continue the following day, the British forces retreated during the night and continued on to Sandy Hook, New Jersey. After the battle, George Washington asked about the woman whom he had seen loading a cannon on the battlefield. In commemoration of her courage, he issued Mary Hayes a warrant as a non-commissioned officer. Afterwards, she was known as Sergeant Molly, a nickname that she then used for the rest of her life. And this story has actually gotten to be, you know, so big that the Daughters of the American Revolutionary, Daughters of the American Revolution actually talk about it directly on their website. You can see it referenced as Molly Pitcher Folklore, where they talk about, um, you know, several of the different kind of like pieces that have fed into this story, um, where particularly they talk about these women like Deborah Sampson and Mary Ludwig Hayes. Um, however, in the years following the war, the persona of a patriotic canyoneer Molly Pitcher was likely created from various tales of lore about several different women from the time period. So even they acknowledge that it is kind of a composite story. They also go on to say that for many centuries, people have revered Molly Pitcher as the definitive Revolutionary War heroine, when in fact, she's likely a composite character with a fictional moniker, like Rosie the Riveter from World War II. Many historians consider Molly Pitcher to be most closely associated with Mary Ludwig Hayes as we talked about earlier, during the Battle of Monmouth. With this story having so many similarities to Margaret Corbin's story, in addition to her nickname of Captain Molly, it's no surprise that she too was often called Molly Pitcher. Unfortunately, that moniker has led to much confusion, causing the historical facts about these women's individual contributions to become kind of commingled and mythologized. Historians cite that potentially tens of thousands of women were involved in active combat during the Revolutionary War. And while we might not ever know all of their real names, we definitely want to honor you know, all of those individual contributions because since the beginning, just like always, surprise, women have been saving our asses and helping us through it side by side, just like always. But that's what I got. Happy uh, 4th of July, Americans and people that want to be Americans. Wow, that was a that was a good one. That was a, that was a really good one. I wow, can, that, wow, I did geez. not. Yeah, oh, I can't. Oh. I can't believe that. That I liked that it got a little political, but man, I mean, this is a political topic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But man, the history. Oh, but so man, rich. the politics. Good, yeah. But man, the history. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, so you said you had like spooky stories of revolution because I couldn't find anything, nor did I have the time. I do. I have the five great American ghosts. From the Revolutionary ha, so War. So you thought period. this was a history lesson, folks. We actually have some spooks and Yeah, guess what? It's not just us stroking ourselves about yeah. how great America is. <laughs> which it is the greatest country in the world, everyone. Through the bleaches. We're sorry, by the way. This is just the one giant like ha, we broke up episode for you. <laughs> we miss you. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna do a countdown of the five. The f- number five is being Thomas Jefferson. What? Th- what? He's a ghost? He's he a, is the ghost of Thomas. haunted by ghosts. He is a ghost. Oh, he is shit. a ghost. Oh. He like haunts what? Monticello, which if you do not know, it was his plantation Okay, uh, so in Charlottesville, just... Virginia. Oh. oh, does he just hit on you? He's like, hey. 
what's up? Hey. I guess so. I mean, is that what happens? We all know there? the rumors. Hey, we all ladies. know the rumors. Hey, what Jefferson's yeah. doing on the plantation. It's we so, all know. And if, if you're from Europe and don't know, <laughs> <laughs> it was that he fought, like he fathered well, there, illegitimate children with his slaves. Is, is it up to forty? Yeah, there's yeah. like forty lineages yeah. like, now. Not like, do yeah. shit for them. Yeah, <laughs> like when he like he had the opportunity. To like completely redeem himself, like this is the dude really? that wrote the fucking Declaration of Independence. Yeah, found the finest hemp's in France while ambassador. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> it's not about it. <laughs> get it. The Brought them back to his plantation. Weed. We got it. Yeah, yeah that's it. super cool. It's it's legalized in California. We're getting there. I get I it. I think Jesus. Alabama now too. Is it? I think that's, I read that wow, online. Really? Yeah. Okay. Stay away from Alabama. Alabama's <laughs> terrible. It's a trap. <laughs> it's, it's a trap. It's like shittier Florida. No one needs uh, to go yeah. there. It's just Florida yeah, without the, the beach. The first time is free. The second time, five hundred dollar fine. Third time, you're jail. Legal weed legal advice from Harry. There you go. Yep, you got it. It's what everybody wanted. <laughs> That's what you wanted a podcast. <laughs> All right. What's All right, another so what's, spooky what's thing? What's spooky about him? Like or on spooky, his, yeah, on yeah, it's a Honda plantation. So apparently he was just really sad that he died in debt and had to give up his plantation. So now he just Waddles holds on to that. Yeah, he holds on to the plantation. He's like, he's upset that he couldn't give it to his heirs and kind of just runs really? around. Yeah. He's asking people, what are they doing on his plantation? And, and kind of. Oh, just so he's around. just that old sad man. Yeah. He's just like, get, get off, off my lawn. Yeah, get off my lawn. Goddamn kids. Get off the fucking lawn. Goddamn it. I, I, I was president of the fucking United States of America. Goddamn United States. And your fucking kids come over here in my goddamn yard and fucking. All the fucking time. And oh, goddamn it. All I wanted to do No, is I'm not your dad. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Well, maybe. Look at. But, like, you know, May- like, I mean, maybe we'd be cool. Later. Whatever. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, you're around, right? Was it was it okay? I don't know. Yeah, I know. Uh, do I get you a birthday present? Uh, <laughs> do, I, do, do you want to hug it out? We can hug it out. Oh, okay. Oh, Maybe God. another time. Oh, God. Maybe yeah, we that voice came back. It's probably not great for Thomas, Thomas Jefferson, Jefferson, but I, I did that for Dan, and he probably hated that segment, but yeah. sure. <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of Thomas Jefferson, I was looking at pictures of him earlier today. Yeah. You know who could play the shit out of Thomas Jefferson? Who? No. Sasha Baron Cohen, oh, I think, yeah. could do a fucking <laughs> awesome Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> oh, man, that would piss off like, so many fucking oh, people. Oh, it would be so good it to have <laughs> him in, like, a fucking, like, Georgian wig being Thomas Jefferson. Oh, man, that'd be great. So, speaking of the next uh, Thomas Jefferson, the next ghost was his toe-to-toe rival, Aaron Burr, who at l- who is a ghost now. If you guys don't know, he's <laughs> all of the bird ghosts. Now ghost Aaron yeah. Burr. He's in he's in New Hope, Pennsylvania. Okay. Um he's famous for killing Alexander Hamilton. Okay, gotcha. Who had yeah. it coming? Who yeah. had it coming? Spoilers, I have not seen Hamilton live, don't, but whatever. Yeah, spoiler, any, he any, spoiler. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that, but sure. All it's right. been some time. Yeah. That's I, fair. To me, that's fair. It's all over now. I should go see it. But yeah, so uh, apparently he after killing Alexander Hamilton, he ran to New Hope. Pennsylvania to his house and kind of just chilled there and was eluding authorities. So now people see him kind of just like looking over his shoulder around his house. Just so like he's just like locked out in his in house, his hiding out. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Burr is trapped in the ch- closet. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's great. So for those of you that, yeah, you know, obviously you guys haven't listened to the musical, but like yeah. he's portrayed as like super regretful that he kills Alexander Hamilton in yeah. the play. In real life, he was like. 
Yeah, I fucking killed Alexander yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, fuck that guy. I fucking yeah. shot him yeah. dead. Yeah, look right? at yeah. yeah, you're looking at him. You're that looking at me. Like, That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so did he elude authorities for a while and die in a shootout? Or no, no, no he okay. actually like. So his like, ghost com- is just stuck in this like well, relapse. We, we almost hung him because he committed treason later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he has a he has a much prolonged life after yeah, eluding. Like, okay, yeah, that's yeah, why I thought was did. weird. The haunting is like him just like he's just looking, looking around over his shoulder. Always yeah, up. he really? was running for president uh, or vice president. I forget what he was running for, but okay. at that time, if you were like second runner up to president, yeah. you were like default vice so president. So that's why yeah. Jefferson and him hated each other. So that's why he's okay. half the reason why we don't have. That would be like Donald Trump having Bernie Sanders as a or Hillary. Yeah, Clinton like as, 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 like as a VP. Run, <laughs> yeah, VP. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Jefferson okay. was like. That is fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. And I'm we're not, not gonna doing have my, I'm not yeah. going to have my political enemy as oh, my vice yeah, president. Oh, yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So back then it was like, oh, your running mate just became your yeah. vice. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. It was yeah. like, you're the dude that you ran against. Yeah. You beat him. He became VP. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking it's awful. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, there could be multiple people running, but yeah. it was like the first winner was president. Second, second, second winner is vice president. Okay, gotcha. And Thomas Jefferson was like, Fuck no, that is yeah, not, happening not happening because <laughs> because Aaron Burr is a piece of shit, shit. <laughs> and he was like, you know what, I'm not gonna win, but I'm gonna be fucking vice president because I don't need all the votes. Yeah, Jesus I, all Christ. I need is enough to be so VP. He was a slimy piece and he was, of shit. Yeah, and he was just getting ready to be VP. Yeah, and he was like, you know what's VP? This is my middle finger. Like, That's I'm gonna the be the VP. President, so fuck you. <laughs> We haven't had enough presidents. Guess what? I can make whatever I want to happen. (laughs) That's fucking perfect. Going on to our third spooky American ghost. (laughs) Okay. Mad Anthony Wayne. He's he's a general of the Continental Army, and his bold tactics won him the name. Okay. Um, So, pretty gross story. Okay. He (laughs) dies of gout. <laughs> what and a terrible a way to die! Years later, they dig his body up and boil the flesh off the bones to transport to his final resting in Ooh, Valley Forge. It was that bad? Yeah, yeah, it was gross. It's like ten, thirteen years of just decomposing meat in Ooh. a in a locker underneath. Uh, awful. Yeah, they like kind of bury him, and they're like, "Yeah, this isn't where he's gonna stay." Oh fuck! And not uh, only this, he like on the route to his final resting place, they lose some of his bones. <laughs> so now it's like all over scattered. So does like, he just haunt the highway, picking up his bones? Yeah. So now people see him on the like he's just no wandering way, really? the highway, looking for yeah. his bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like. I, I I was looking at that earlier. Yeah. When, like Harry was telling me about Matt Anthony Wayne, and okay. like they fucking boil his like rotting corpse meat off of his bones and they're like well how do we get him there and they just like cram them into fucking saddlebags on a horse oh and like one of them like fuck yeah like they they just had a dude on a horse and they just put all of his bones in these sacks grant you one of the greatest generals of the constant (laughs) he was like famous for not giving a fuck yeah yeah like Full on frontal assaulting the British and like <laughs> the outgunned, outmanned. Jesus yeah. Christ. And That's so, brutal. Uh, the fucking bag didn't close all the way on the like the <laughs> funerary fucking, horse. What is that conversation? Like? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we lost some of your hey, like, loved one. I mean, I got a skull here, right? Like that's, that's the that's main that's part. The main, like, that's where his soul is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Clyde. <laughs> Go back and get it. Oh man, that's but all. Like, fuck, it's like that's way the fuck way back. the fuck back there, yeah. man. There's no telling where it is. Eddie Stoner so, can tell you we've gone wood. too far. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's yeah, awful. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine like like how do they find that out? Do they like lay him out? <laughs> and they're like, 
This is like roughly sixty percent of the doctor him. was <laughs> mad. The doctor would have been like, "What the fuck do you think this guy?" I don't know. I thought that just connected to all. I don't. It wasn't all cartilage. I didn't, like, I didn't know I there was a. There, no, because people don't know the anatomy by then. Only doctors know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, and you really was like, I don't know. Funny. It looks pretty good to me. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. This is a head, right? No, that's his femur. You yeah, you, you got the skull. That's the main bit. <laughs> 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 and like this is these are a bunch of ribs. What what else do you want? Yeah, like, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this. So the sec number two on our list is an, a some a name that's been uttered before, and someone in the list murdered him. Okay, it's Alexander Hamilton. You can see. I've never him, heard of him. You can see him <laughs> not only on the Broadway theater, but also twenty minutes away. In his final, like, resting area where he's just, <laughs> just literally yelling, like walking this. around and just <laughs> bothering people. Like, did you see my show? Did I you like see my show? Voice you you wanna see? I like to think that people have seen the real Hamilton, but they think it's a New York ticket. Want to see a show? Want to see a live show? And it's just a ghost. It's a ghost of Hamilton selling like, his own pretty tickets. pretty good show. I've seen Free you. I've seen you. You're a Puerto Rican you're, guy. You're obviously white. So <laughs> Get, get the fuck out of here, you imposter. <laughs> so he haunts an area by Broadway. Okay. Oh, yeah, 20 minutes away. Yeah, Hamilton's awesome. If yeah. you guys haven't seen it, you should. If you haven't listened to the musical, it's great. Uh, it's obviously where we stole our logo from uh, early on, too. Fair so. use. Fair use. <laughs> when I say stole, I mean, we created it. <laughs> What's also. his name? Who wrote it? Whatever. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, yeah. famed American playwright. Fair, fair use. <laughs> yeah. You've got your fuck you money. We're just going <laughs> to yeah. use your logo for a little bit. <laughs> this is America, a I'm democracy. Last time I checked. <laughs> free market, as Hamilton would say. Exactly. Yeah. He would approve of it. He would approve of the it. The ghost of Hamilton still approves of it. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed yeah. right here, right now. Yeah, fair use. And number one, without any doubt, is George Washington. Oh, what shit. He's a ghost? He is a ghost. You can see him at Mount Vernon. I've been there. But I could om- okay, so can you Maitland please Middle. describe the gift <laughs> shop in Mount yeah. Vernon? So, from what so, you recall? Yes, from what I recall. So you go to Mount Vernon. You are in the giant mansion of wh- where George Washington... It's really a two-story house of nowadays. But it's a giant mansion of Mount Vernon. Is okay. it not that big? Oh, it's not that big. It is huh. It is roughly the size of a two-story house, modern day. What, what is it, like, a, like a, super seven, crammed. a seven two or something? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Makes sense. I have a Victorian house. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. A very big, it's a very nice house. It's just not up to today's standards. Yeah. But big for then. They, yeah. they did have another little house to the back, which implicates... Yeah. Something that we just won't Guess. talk about. That's where his mother-in-law stayed. Yeah, that's where his mother-in-law stayed. <laughs> no, it was his slaves. It was his, slaves. <laughs> his slaves. We talk about it here. Yeah. No, which he, which, yeah, which he made them grow hemp because they grew hemp. The really? Best. Yep. That's he fascinating. Mount oh, yeah. Vernon was a hemp farm. Did you know that they also um, there's a, a historical liquor that they made there also, which you can still oh. buy called Applejack. Oh, yeah, 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 that's at the gift store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect, dude. That shit is awesome. Uh, yeah. It's basically a fortified wine that's made out of apples, uh, okay. so it's like close to like a brandy almost, uh, but it is like straight up like prison wine. Really? And it is super good and potently alcoholic. <laughs> uh, so basically, it's just like fermented apples that has been turned into liquor. Oh, shit. Okay. And uh, every Moon every chat. holiday season uh, featuring at the Brett, Brett household yeah. is the uh, holiday seasonal beverage that will fuck you up beyond all belief. Absolutely. Where I make okay. a 
fucking banger of yeah. a like mixed drink with this shit. Uh, which is it's basically two gallons of uh, organic fair trade orange uh, juice, obviously. <laughs> okay. Or excuse me, orange cider. I don't orange use cider. Juice. Yeah. Oh. Boil the fucking water out of that. Yeah. You don't want any water in this. No, I don't me. want any water in this. So Why? that takes it down to about three fourths of a gallon after you're done with it. Okay. Doing a big pot. Then I do mulling spices, fucking cinnamon, fucking yeah, uh, orange rind, Ooh. lemon zest, okay. uh, allspice, nutmeg, yeah. cinnamon bark, and then the kicker. Fucking two motherfucking bottles of Applejack. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <shit. laughs> and you don't you don't cook that on high because you don't want to cook the alcohol out yeah, of it. Yeah, get that. But Jesus God Christ. damn, do you want something that tastes like liquid Thanksgiving threw up in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this has nothing to do with July 4th. No, but that's still that amazing, one. though. <laughs> yep. We will let you know in the Thanksgiving episode if we remember it after that. <laughs> oh, no. It's one of those things where like I bring this to parties because I usually go to a Friendsgiving every year. Yeah. And I take that is my signature dish that I bring. And I, I give you the this. warning of if you're going to drink it, only have one mug of it because you're yeah. going to be fucking drunk if you drink you're it You're going to be fucking gone. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those were the top five ghosts of the revolution, I guess. Yep. yep. Yeah. All of them presidential in some capacity or founding fathers. Yeah. Pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. Hope, I, not I super hope all spooky. those. I hope all those aren't true because I hope they have a better resting place than their their fucking plantation or, or side of the side road. Of side of road in New York on Broadway. That one is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that one is really sad. Oh god, he was yeah. like, I'm a famed general, and you can't even fucking put my bones in a bag that ties. Oh, that one, yeah, come that's on, a, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that would fuck. Yeah. I'd be pissed about that myself. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, get. Why I had to wander the street. Just picking to find, bones, to yeah. Find that's my bones. Awful. That's, no. Oh, shit. All right. All well, right. here's hopefully a more lighthearted story from Dan. Hello, everybody. This is Dan, your new in the field reporter for GFY. <clears throat> this is. This is definitely as exhilarating as being there chatting with all of the people. Victor, this is good. You definitely made a great business decision sending me out in the field, even though we're not covering a state right now. So it's literally just just me in New Jersey here to talk about a mansion that nobody can see except for me um, because it's a podcast. And not um, a YouTube series. So, thanks, Victor. You clearly have the podcast's best interests in mind. So, yeah, I guess happy 4th of July, everybody. I'm here to talk to you about Ringwood Manor. Yep, Ringwood Manor here in New Jersey. Uh, it's a, it's pretty nice looking. Um, you know, a lot of windows. Uh, it's it's mainly like white and kind of like a bluish gray um, wooden shingles, you know, the whole thing. It's got those kind of uh, uh, restoration period uh, that 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 pillar look. So, <clears throat> oh yeah, no, the folklore part of it. Sorry. Um, so I guess this house was originally built in 1740 by uh, the Ogden family. Uh, it's in uh, northeastern New Jersey near the Saddle River. Uh, it's not far from New York City, so if you ever travel to New York City, um, you can get there after like an hour ride, which is definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it to leave New York City to go to 
rural ass New Jersey. That was the dream. That's the American dream. Anyway, uh, so it's a huge mansion, middle of nowhere, has about like, I think they said like 50 rooms, 51, a lot of rooms. Uh, it's Victorian style. Um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's kind of cool and it's uh, super fucking haunted. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it and how it has to do with the Revolutionary War, which uh, I'm going to be honest with you is kind of loose. Uh, essentially, um, so the house was built, uh, it was much smaller in 1740. Um, it was completed in the 1760s. Uh, and because the local iron businesses were doing so well, uh, they were able to finish the house and kind of make it very decadent. And it was eventually purchased by George Washington's uh, geographer, Robert Erskine. Uh, he bought the house um, and then uh, sold the house in 1807. So uh, he really didn't keep it for long, like 50 years tops. Um, I'm guessing he died, actually, and that's probably why the house was sold. He probably didn't sell it. It was probably sold by his estate. But anyway, uh, sold it uh, to uh, a Martin Ryerson who tore it down uh, and then rebuilt it completely. Uh, and then that person sold it, and then the person who bought it passed away, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, until eventually uh, the house was remodeled and given to the state of New Jersey. So it's now no longer inhabited. It is just a... Uh, kind of a, a a beautiful house that you can tour. Um, and as I mentioned before, uh, pretty, pretty haunted. So uh, first thing, obviously, uh, it's the phantom footsteps. I feel like any haunted house starts with a good set of phantom footsteps. Uh, the superintendent of the manor is actually the one who, who uh, claims to have heard them. Uh, he said that he's heard at least two distinct different entities walking around in the halls upstairs. Uh, there's also doors in the house that will remain locked and shut tight. Uh, and by the time they open in the morning, the doors will be wide open um, have, with having no one in there overnight. Um, psychic sensitive people, you know, I, I did air quotes. You can't see them uh, say they feel chills or cold, clammy sensations. Uh, and then there are people who started to claim that they started feeling presences around the house. So this is where this is where it gets interesting. So there's actually a claim that in the house Robert Erskine himself, which lends to my theory before that he is actually dead, Robert Erskine himself, well, wait, sorry, let me rephrase that. He's obviously dead. He was alive in the 1700s. He's dead. But I believe he died in the house on the property. Anyway, uh he is said to walk around the house at night with a lantern. Uh, and anyone who sees him, he turns the lantern onto them. And the minute that the light goes away, so does he. Uh, now, these are unsubstantiated, uh, even though I guess most ghost stories are unsubstantiated. Uh, however, that is the big claim. Uh, but what's more fascinating is his grave is not located on the property. There is a uh, actual, there is a tombstone for him, but he is not said to be buried there. Uh, he is buried at a cemetery nearby, uh, but not actually on the grounds themselves, leading many to believe that the uh, gravestone itself was just more of a signifier that his family resided there. Uh, so there are some people who even debate that it may not be Robert Erskine at all, but rather a different entity that people have assigned 
the uh, identity of Robert Erskine, too, just because he was the most notable owner of the home, being that he was George Washington's personal geographer. Also, how rich do you have to be to have your own geographer? Like, I want a geographer just to, like, I don't know, go around and tell me a little bit about, like, the area around me, draw up my own maps for me. It just seems cool. But anyway, so this is Dan uh, coming to you live from New Jersey um, because, again, it was a really good idea to send me out into the field, Victor. This is this is brilliant. You you are the best CEO we could have ever asked for, and no one, no one is disappointed by the decisions you make. Hope you're all having fun playing Quidditch in the quad. <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely fun here in Jersey. So. Back to you guys. Wow, that was... I did not know that. Holy shit. Okay. Wow, that was super interesting. Yeah. That was crazy. I learned something, and I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> I cried. I felt a wide felt range emotions. of emotions. Yeah. Felt, wow. It's very... Patri- I want to, like, put up a flag. The person that told that story did it very well. Yeah. It's very... I know. That in no way was a pre-recorded thing. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up next? I don't know. Do we have? You want to do, do uh, Francis Marion? Yeah, we can talk about Francis Marion. So Hell uh, yeah. we're gonna fucking talk Hell about yeah. Francis Marion. Who, uh, if you don't know who that is, that's who the movie The Patriot is based off of. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Wait, what? <laughs> Morgan Freeman is he? He's not. He is definitely not in that. Yeah, movie. I was gonna say. I was like, did I? Am I an asshole and forgot that Morgan Freeman is in the Patriot? No, Morgan Freeman is decidedly not in the Patriot. Yeah. However, or Mel, is Gibs- he? Mel Gibson, and so every black person just ignored in that movie. What, yeah, it's true. Oh. There wasn't really a whole lot of people of color. I mean, there's that, that one guy. There's that one guy. That yeah. one guy in the movie that they make the, the uh, <laughs> make him seem like he's fully like. Four equal rights because we're fighting together type thing. He's but locked it, in the swamp with the rogues. Like his choice <laughs> is to like be a slave, a or like or go to war, b, yeah, which, which are both terrible. terrible. Both options. slavery with extra steps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then like after the war, maybe he's free. Like I don't yeah. know. I mean, it, correct me around colonial times. A lot of different people were slaves for being debt to a master, and then after a year or two, be free afterwards. Yeah, not was people a, from other like countries, but I thought there was like a thing. I mean, it's both. It there was, was indentured servitude, but then there was also Dentured, like just okay, full on slavery. Thinking, yeah. And uh, what's interesting is actually the British actually gave you the best chance at being free. Yeah, uh, like if you fought for the British, they're like, okay, well, here's your paperwork. Oh wow, <laughs> because you you're go. one of us now. You're welcome to citizenship. <laughs> I'll get you with taxes. So, here's a quick synopsis of the movie The Patriot: a widowed <laughs> farmer with a brave but brutal military past, decades not to, uh, decides not to join up with the British. When arrive in 1776. However, when his son enlists and is later captured by the enemy, the former soldier must abandon his newfound uh, pacifist principles in order to rescue his oldest child and forms a regime. So none of and uh, forms a regime, blah, blah blah. And as you know, spoilers like one of his kids dies and by a British. What was he a general? What was he a general? He's or a right? colonel. He's he was a, a colonel. Yeah, he's like a he's cavalry, a cavalry officer. Cavalry, yeah, yeah, cavalry, cavalry officer yeah, yeah. comes uh, to his William, farm. Uh, Tavington. Tavington yeah, comes Tavington. to the farm. And because he's a pacifist, has both soldiers wounded on his farm, right? Yeah. And then he's like, kill, like tells him to kill basically any uh, traitors, the patriots. 
and he declines. And so what does he do? He shoots one. I think it's his youngest son. Yeah. Yeah. He shoots he him. Shoots his youngest son immediately. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> and in a badass montage, he ta- his son played with these little tin soldiers. He is melting down the tin soldiers into bullets to fucking then, kill yeah, the British. To fucking kill yeah. them. <laughs> And you see, like, why is he being such a big pansy about, like, fighting and stuff like that? And he's like, I fought. I've seen things. I've been in the fucking war yeah, before. In, I was yes. in the French and Indian War. So that is very true. He was in the French and Indian War. And so what is the scene that happens after his son dies? He, like, there's a, a little... Uh, I was like a creek. A creek yeah. of people coming. And what does he do? He plants rifles along the way that they go in the woods. And in this badass montage, he is like. It's like shoot- one rail shot, too. One like- rail <laughs> shot. He has his other son like shooting from the distance, shooting and running away. And he is like going full badass tomahawk pistol murdering these dudes one at a time. Yeah, they're like on like a fucking cart, too. Like- Got it. Yeah, <laughs> gutting like them. At, at, he just goes in and just starts going. Yeah. Blood, like angry, so, and really learn. So hinting that during the the French and Indian War that he like learned from the Native Americans how to scalp people and throw a tomahawk. Francis super, did not super racist, super, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, covering himself. But in blood. is Mel, Mel Gibson being racist surprising to anyone? I, he, I don't know. He, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> taking taking a. I mean, Braveheart isn't exactly historically accurate either. Yeah, uh, but Francis basically during that time. Uh, learned when he fought for the British was what his tactic was for the Native Americans was really shitty, was burning down their villages and teepees when they're out hunting and burning their crops and farms. Oh, shit. So he was like scorched earth. Yeah, he was just scorched earth oh, tactics, shit. really shitty. Just an, and it, it's not at all honorable at all in any an, way, right? He's so, an arsonist. That's all he is. He's a fucking arsonist. <laughs> and then in this movie, it's depicted as like a badass warrior. It's one man versus 20, yeah. which is still fucking amazing in the movie, but the real life is well, real boring. Well, real life is... Pre- I don't know. It's not as, it's not as boring yeah, as it's not boring, but it because this dude lived in the fucking swamps. That is very and true. And like, also, that's the other thing. The movie makes it seem... Am I wrong? As the movie feels like it's in Connecticut or something? Yeah. Where like, this dude was in like this dude Georgia, is in South Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. South Carolina is where he reigned, yeah. and that's the other thing that came to about it. So that's why he's... His nickname is uh, the Swamp Fox. Yeah. And that's what he would do. So when this shit started happening, the revolution, he's actually patriotic. He wasn't a pacifist. So definitely jumped in a military career when he was 25 and kept going. Yeah, that um, dude was like the opposite of a pacifist. Yeah, yeah uh, this dude was, was definitely like, like, no, I'm ready yeah, to fight. I'm, fight. I'm, I'm, I'm here to shit. do two things, which is to fuck women and kill the English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck who it is. I'll kill Indians. I'll kill, I'll kill women. you. Get out of my I'll face, Frenchman. Uh, yeah, so there's he fought Cherokees and he fought like you know every his whole life and he used these tactics that were really successful. And he's honestly the founding father for the Army Rangers, Special Forces. No shit, yes, really? Because they cite him as that because in that time, that part of the movie is true. The guerrilla warfare tactics in that time, what you would do is, all right, we're going to war, so I'm going to meet. Time and place where we're gonna fight. Right, we're Napoleonic gonna show up. Tactics. Yeah, yeah, one at a time, shoot each other. Fuck that, by the way. Would not. Can yeah, you imagine being the fucking that? drummer for that shit? Just <laughs> like, oh no, I'm just here, and the guy next to me is holding a flag, and that's uh-huh. what we do in this line. We're and also, sitting. you're like twelve. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> All of that. I would be like, no, fuck any of this shit. I mean, in, in military doctrine of the time, it made sense because yeah. like they had like been fighting that way with like. Not guns yeah. for centuries. Yeah, makes and sense. Like, Sending yeah, lines exactly. one at a time, so they because like you had to keep tradition. everybody together. Because basically, like before guns, fighting was like you know brutal. shoulder to shoulder, brutal. Like yeah. basically, like a gang fight until like one side quit. And a musket <laughs> too was like shoot, 
take 15 minutes of procedure to reload your one shitty bullet. Oh, not I mean the fir- like the, the first it was usually like get close to each other within musket range yeah. and then fire and then now it's fucking whale on each other. Yeah, exactly. yeah, true. You get one shot <laughs> yeah. and that yeah, shot exactly. might hit you or not. Yeah. And then I'm going to charge you. Yeah, exactly. Like you. Yeah, so style. this guy would do the same tactics as the British. He would just fight. He would find uh, loyalists and he would fucking tar and feather them. He would basically, uh, he didn't need funding from the government at all for his... his oh, no shit, were really? just oh, pirates. Yeah, his, they were literally land pirates. They were from, steal, yeah. rob from loyalists. Um, if they found out you were any affiliated with them, fuck you. Yeah, I, uh, they would attack people at night. They would do all things that were very ungentlemanly, like and do tactics that would win. Like he, yeah. and then immediately they would attack armies and run away immediately. I, and you know, and just pick so, at them as they were marching so it onto seems a like battlefield. Reverse of the movie. It sounds like that the British officer that's portrayed in the movie who burns down the church with all the people in it. And like was kind of like stuff this, that, guy. Yeah, this guy. This <laughs> kind of, guy. Yeah, no, they kind of just reversed the roles. Yeah, and then, like, the, in, the, in real life, the guy that was the bad guy was actually like a fucking abolitionist and was like he retired from the army with yeah. like honor. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, Yeah, you know, he was okay. <laughs> yeah, like his yeah. family was offended by that movie for obvious for reasons. For obvious reasons. Because yeah. they reversed the roles. Well, yeah. We all found out now. Yeah. I do love that because I was the whole thing that sparked this was I was looking for the ghost because I refer to him as the ghost in the movie, well, which is yeah. fucking badass. It's fucking right? awesome yeah, name. it's a fucking awesome name. No such thing and find a bunch of different things about him. The swamp go- the the swamp fox. Yeah, that's a pretty fox. cool name. Well they called what did the uh George Washington was called the fox too, wasn't he? Um was, I, I'm oh, pretty was sure he? he had a fox related. I looked that up. Yeah. Because what uh what Francis Marion was doing in the fucking swamps of South Carolina, even though people were like shocked by this tactic, is the fucking thing that any insurgent force has done on any occupying force ever in the history of military. Yeah. And like that shit goes all the way back. Like if you want to trace this shit back, you can fucking read about Caractacus okay. in the fucking Roman times. Yeah. When the Romans were occupying like Britannia and him just being like, well, I don't got a lot of dues, but you know what I can do? I can fucking attack your houses at night. Yeah. And- <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like the th- uh, the thing, I mean, that's what the tactics that we had to use were different because we yeah. were obviously outgunned and out like numbered. Yeah, exactly. So like that is like not surprising that they would do that. And I guarantee you, those fucking British probably fucking hated this guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> because like, 100%. could you imagine how infuriating it is to yeah. like have your orderly, you know, combatants ready to go who are professionals? My that have favorite been, like, skit from the whitest kids you know is that they're three British soldiers. And they're marching, and then one of them just gets sniped. It's like, oh, he's fucking cheap. No, we, we, <laughs> we, you go, f- we go first, then you go, and then p- hits another guy. And it's like, hey, what the, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's cheap. Like, and it's one guy left just angrily yelling into the woods, like, <laughs> which is perfect. It's like, that's, well, that's really shitty. It, it portrays how England viewed the colonies. They, 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 see, they saw him as a little kid. They just yeah. needed to slap. Yeah. And they didn't take him as a real threat. And, and uh, it's not yeah. like we had the fucking A team of the British Army over nope. here anyway. No, right? they, they, they were dealing with Michael Myers, and you just didn't know it because he was a little fat, chubby kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, weird analogy. Weird, but, uh, but I get it. I, I get I, at you're first, I was from. like, who's Michael Myers in this? The <laughs> <laughs> unstoppable <laughs> killing thing from Halloween? When, yeah. Which okay. America becomes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah okay. you know, sure. What, what was England also dealing with at this time? There was, uh, there was like a continental war. Wasn't there like right before 
Um, because like the French and Indian War happened it, right before the it Revolution. Was, yeah. it, I think it was like Queen Anne's War, maybe or like yeah, this, Queen's Anne's between Spain yeah. and, and England yeah. that 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 had shortened pretty much everyone in Europe's yeah. money. Like the only one who was doing okay was France. Yeah, at and that time, like King Louis was all keeping it to himself. Yeah, because it wasn't yeah. just America where they were fighting, and they were like fighting like all over the fucking yeah, world in Jamaica. In like pretty much everywhere, everywhere they had a colony, which was like the Philippines, like yeah. China, yeah. like any Singapore, like you, wherever you are, yeah, I'm we're gonna, gonna be, you. yeah, like <laughs> Spanish, and, the Spanish and the British fought each other to the point where the Spanish like naval fleet was decimated, yeah, and then to regain the money, British, that's the whole reason why the thirteen colonies rebelled because the British taxed all the, the colonies, yeah, oh, that for makes the sense. war, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was like we ne- you didn't we protected you throughout this war. You, d- you it's like you didn't do anything. We protected you. Now get we're going to tax the shit out of you because we need money because our fucking government's falling apart. And what's, yeah, makes what's sense. funny is like historically, if you look at like the taxing, like yeah, I get that they were pissed because like they were not in the fucking Cong or Parliament at that time. Yeah, which is that's shitty. Yeah, but like whatever. It's like Puerto but, like, Rico. The, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like exactly what we do. To, like, we talk Puerto about Rico it. Puerto Rico just put us, one of the, I forgot who did it. Just posted a huge rant about that. Yeah, and how we are being treating them as a colony, and then. Uh, everything that's going on. Yeah, it's pretty and much what it is. Both me and Harry, our parents are from, um, our dad's from Seba and our mom's from San Juan. Everyone's good from the hurricanes and stuff, but still, yeah, like we don't sound, we're so whitewashed. It's not even funny. But yep. <laughs> yeah, you thought we were all just white dudes, yeah. didn't you? We're no. exotic white dudes. <laughs> exotic white dudes, yeah. But, um, Brett yeah, is 100% It's like a we- I did watch something today and I was like, man, is that how they felt? Like, is that a, that's a fair, you know, that's- analogy or feeling of that. Yeah, but, like, when you look at, like, the historical, like, aspect of, like, the tax, like, we just went and did the same thing to our own people after oh, the fuck war. yeah. And everyone was like, oh, that, that makes sense. That's our governments. <laughs> and and like, we're still, f- yeah. And like, historically, like, it was such a fucking minimal tax, I, too. I yeah. remember like, when I first was, was in, like, act. middle Who school learning American letters? history, and I was like, wait. So why the fuck do I pay taxes? Why do we pay taxes again? Well, we you know we govern ourselves. <laughs> oh okay, oh, gotcha. uh, okay. So it wasn't like it wasn't tax like itself tax. that was. That's I will <laughs> say my favorite thing of living. Uh, there's a little state called New Hampshire, and I fucking love them because there is no taxes on fucking almost anything. Like there's really? no sales tax, no alcohol tax. Like we used to take road trips from Boston there to buy all our stuff because everything there. Delaware, I think Delaware's property. like that too. Delaware, I think. Yeah. Delaware is like that too yeah. because they've kept that spirit and it's like live free or die hard. Or not live, live free or die hard. Live free or die hard. Give me liberty or give me yeah. tuna sandwiches. What is their state? It's on their fucking Yeah, pretty positive. Plate. Their state motto it's is live, live free or die hard. The fucking John McClane movie. Yeah. I think it's live free or die. I'm sure it's not. No, it's die hard. Uh, die hard. <laughs> just I die like hard. The fourth I, installment. I've literally of die made hard. it a joke my whole life there, and it just yeah. As the official model, live free or die, not hard. <laughs> I've always <laughs> added that in there because of fucking movie. It's a great movie name. Honestly, yeah, it is a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great movie name. So I mean, the Patriot again, uh, still founding father. Like uh, as I said, like special military forces, and again, special shout out to our producers of the show, the Bleaches, who are living in the UK. I hope 
that we can laugh with us on this. It is weird to talk about this after so long. It's a big. I think it's funny that our country celebrates it so much. It's important for us, but it is a big like fuck you. We broke up with you holiday <laughs> that we have every year. Absolutely. In yeah. all honesty, the British Empire had many, many colonies, and we were one of the many that decided to Brit like. And like we weren't like the most lucrative of the colonies. Yeah, exactly. If you think about <laughs> I'm it, sure like, no, they were more pissed we about were, India yeah, than us we were, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the like coming we, year, yeah, we don't really have like mines or yeah. like other colonial resources to exploit. We're like, oh, we got agriculture and, and trees. Also, yeah, <laughs> I mean, whatever current political bullshit going aside, uh, still being allies in the World War Two and you know, and other things going on is a huge thing. Looking on that, yeah. time does heal all wounds. Hopefully, yeah. And we're like, we forgive you for sending your evil cavalry colonel to come and kill Mel yeah. Gibson's family. <laughs> yeah, that was really shitty. That was really though, shitty of you guys to To be fair, you could do that movie from the British's point of view as a horror movie where yeah. random American <laughs> colonists come in your house and rob you and tar and feather you in the middle of oh, the night. Oh, God. Could and you imagine that? Yeah, like, could you imagine? That'd there, be a there's pretty cool movie. Yeah, like there's tons of literature. There's tons of literature of, of loyal being that are survivors of like patriots robbing I and rummaging that's their place literally what is taught over there oh probably like, could you oh, imagine yeah. that like you're like a law-abiding citizen yeah and yeah. you're like look i don't want look, any fucking man, part of this i like, don't fucking it's know obvious that this is our government and like you run down to that, georgia that makes sense so like yeah, why shit. are you all pissed at me i should be pissed at you, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean that is that I'm is a, fucking true yep if you think about it that way because that's just the law and that's how things go it's, it's it's like a whole bunch of like criminals just showed up at your house and you're, you're just like, like, like we're overthrowing the government you're either gonna go with us or we're gonna fuck yeah. you up and, like, uh all right i yeah. guess i guess and, that uh, i'll be with you yeah <laughs> Oh god! Fuck, man, that's that's intense when you actually put it in that perspective. Oh, love George Washington's Bane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see a movie where we're the bad guys. In that. Oh yeah, that'd that be would a be really great. cool perspective to see that. You're like, I'm gonna fuck. It would piss off so many people, but it'd be great. Why oh, is there a movie so like that already? Good. Where they're just like, like you, they and the trailer too should be fucking amazingly patriotic. And then you go in and you're like, what the fuck? Like, oh yeah, like the fucking like it would be great to see it. Like the movie's told from like the perspective of like a general who is like, you think Clive Owen all, is the yeah, bad guy? Clive Owen's the, ba- bad uh, the main guy, character really he's for the survivor. Sure. And he's of like, the whole fucking I'm thing. all the way the fucking America, and all I need is just I need some fucking support. Yeah, all Wallace, I need Wallace is just like, help me, guys, help <laughs> me, just send more ships. They're about to surround me. I know that we have them. I know yeah. that we have yeah. them. I have a spotless military record, yeah. and you just left me to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> be children of men but clive owen just running from house to house running as they're burning down yeah, yeah. And shit. Jeez, yeah. I, would, I would watch that in yeah a fucking it'd be fucking heartbeat. cool it's good to see that perspective but yeah i, I did want to put that little disclaimer there yes fourth of july fireworks effect right here <laughs> and uh, st- uh play stars and stripes again yeah stars and stripes yet. again here greatest we go greatest song of all time our national anthem. all right and here's another segue story hopefully we have enough for this i don't know i don't know either i don't know either but i think this is four so that's four, that's four people phoning it in yeah let's do it all right all right hi everyone this is ethan and the ghost of dolly madison and t- uh <laughs> t- today we're going to talk about uh james madison darn right we are because it's for the fourth of july episode and he wrote oh did something important happen that day i did so three quick facts about james madison oh okay. go. oh uh he's short five four yes he wrote the rude but yes he wrote the bill of rights okay 
And he was married to you. Uh, you. Well, uh, yes, all those are correct. And uh, more importantly, he drew the map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> oh, wow. That's... Major cartography. Just yeah. buff. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Uh, another fact about James Madison. Tell me about it. Um, he has more things named after him than any other founding father. That is so sad. In that... Why is that sad? <laughs> just... The, the smallest I, one. I thought it was Most cool. names. Yeah. It's like cool. Like he's. Good for him. Yeah. You know what? Good for him. I'm yeah. being bitter. How yeah. many universities do I have named after me though? Dolly Madison? Yes. I think none. Do you have any? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I'm sorry. How many paintings did my husband save? <laughs> oh. Zero. Oh, zero? I was wondering how, how long I'd get before oh. you mentioned the painting. Oh. No time at all. That's yeah. my go-to. Okay. I Most of the time I introduce myself as, hi, I'm the ghost of Dolly Madison. I saved a bunch of paintings. Yeah. That's true. I'm important. So, for those of you that don't know, let me just mansplain. Please do. Um, why don't you tell it? You tell the story. What ha- What was going on? What happened? What painting? What are you talking about? When? When what? Are you... Yeah, let's... Ex- excuse let's me? pretend like I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what painting? Those sons of bees burned down the White House. Who? Oh, you know who. The British. Voldemort? Oh. You wish... We wish it was Voldemort at this If point. only it had been Voldemort. Then things would have... I don't know. I so... don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't know what Voldemort is. I was trying to be cool. <laughs> right. No, that's... Some sort of French perfume, I assume. <laughs> So, so it's the War of eighteen twelve. Yep. You darn tootin'. Right, England is in D.C. Okay. And you're well, there. Well, it's not in D. The country of England did not come to to D.C. <laughs> right. British soldiers did though. Right. And that was crazy. And they burned down the White they House. They did. We were in there. I keep trying to get you to tell the story. Yeah, well, they were, <laughs> I don't know, they were burning down the White House. Right. And, and then what? I ran back in. What? Saved a bunch of paintings because I'm huge. I'm a giant lady. How t- How big are you? I'm pretty tall. Like five, uh, what are you, like five, six? A little taller than James? I'm, or? No, I'm much taller than James. A little bit James. Long, Okay, you're eight feet tall? Yeah, I'm eight feet tall. You're no. The, you're that's, the Yao Ming of first ladies. I'm the Yao, I am the Yao Ming of first ladies. Um... <laughs> I bet you're the. T- I bet you are the tallest first lady. Well, I don't no, know Michelle Obama's. Michelle Obama's tall, but um, also you know Malia. Oh, Malia. Ma- not Malia. Malia. Melania. <laughs> well, all right. I'm new to the. What are we in? 1999. What year is this? 2018. Tell, tell me, boy. What year am I in? <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> Sir, it's Christmas. I know we're past the bicentennial. That would have been way more appropriate to be doing this bit. That, yeah, bicentennial. It would have been. Yeah. But we have to wait. Um, I was 5'7", by the way. That's super tall. Yeah. As that... a ghost, though, I take the form of a 10-foot cat. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that because you're here with right, me. Right, because you can see me. But our audience. Explain it to the audience. What do I look like? Audience, Dolly Madison is 10 feet. Have you guys seen Coco? It's like the thing from Coco. The Alibrije? Yeah. It's embarrassing that you don't know what that's called. Props to you, Dolly Madison. Thank you. I'm a cultured, yeah. beautiful woman. I was first lady. Guess how many times? How many times? Guess. I ask you to guess. First? You're, you're... being rude. I'm a former first lady. That's true. I'm sorry. And I'm a 10-foot cat, so I can sit on you and squish yeah, you. That's true. <laughs> how many times were you first... You were first lady twice, right? Yeah. For both terms. Oh, well... 
Oh. I, Wait, what are you talking about? That's just once. That's just with James. Oh. Sick of that joker. What? Fun fact, being James Madison's first lady was uh, my second time. What? I was the James I was the James lady. <laughs> I guess I'm always the James lady, aren't I? <laughs> I'm James's lady, folks. That's what my tram stamp says anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh no, I was first lady to Thomas Jefferson. TJ. Oh, cuz he yeah. didn't have a, his wife was dead. Yeah, super dead. So. Well, are we going to talk about the... No, 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 we're okay. not talking about that. Right. We already we already agreed we were talking about that. I will notice we're not talking about TJ that much. Yeah, no, we're leaving... Because that's We're leaving him fucking the, the heck alone. Yeah. We're leaving him. He's... He is there. He's not dropping maps for the, there, you know For the I'm audience, saying? I'm putting... <laughs> for the audience, I'm putting my hands up like... Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. let's I'm talk... putting my paws up. So, Dolly, you were yeah. considered the first first lady... Because you're the one that actually made it a position, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm kind of like the best. Yeah, I've heard that. There's, There was never a first lady before me, and there will never be a first lady as good as me. Really? Yeah, Eleanor Roosevelt. Whoa, she's a, she's, hey. She's all right. Whoa, okay, all right. I'm just, I'm okay. Like, I mean, she's not here, so. Yeah, her ghost, real B. Is she? I'm not a fan. Wow. Just I'll have to do a follow-up. Yeah. Well. With my ghost machine? I don't know how this happened. Uh, I came to visit because I'm a big fan of your dog. So, Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, Thanks. you're welcome. He's yeah. adorable. Oh. So, there's uh, another fun fact about James Madison. Mm-hmm. Tell uh, me about it. You used to carry him oh, ar- yeah. around the yard, In right? In foot races. Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to win. All right? I have the spirit of a winner. I want to win. I mean, truly, that's I would pick him up. Yeah. I'd be like, you're slowing me down, and I'd... Pick his ass up. And... Yeah. He was a lazy little dude. Cool. Um. So, actually, guess how many husbands I had? Guess how many husbands I two, had? Two, right? I had two. Two, but one of them was not Thomas Jefferson. Okay, because that's what I, I was about no. to be like. No. I was his first lady because... Was it a... Because if a woman's not there to do it, is it gonna get done? <laughs> Am I right? This is a Dolly Madison stand-up special. Eh, you wish. Yeah. You, you couldn't I afford wish I could see the Dolly the, Madison Yeah, the tight special. five you've been oh. working on. It is a beautiful tight five. <laughs> I For the audience, I have kissed my paw and I've... Oh, the paw. Oh, put, that's right. Yeah, put all my little Italian. kitty cat fingers together like an Italian hand. And mm-hmm. I'm shaking it in the air. What was Thomas Jefferson like? Like when you say you were his first lady, what does that mean? Um, he needed just all the first lady dead. stuff. Right. He didn't have the lady around the house to pick out the china. Um, there's mm-hmm. a, actually, this is real. There is an exhibit in Washington where you can go see all of the china that was picked up by the first ladies. I believe Dolly Madison, my, my china is there. <laughs> um, but things like that that were considered women's duties, because let's be real, we're in the 1700s. Yeah. Uh, 1800s for James. Um, but mm-hmm. it, there was things like that that needed to get done. And so I kind of stepped in and took that role because there wasn't really any, anybody else to do it. And then I just kind of kept going when James was president. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, let's just make it that person's wife instead yeah. of like just having a random lady in here. <laughs> <laughs> just a big old rando. Right. Just a <laughs> giant rando. Because 5'7 is pretty tall yeah. for the time. That's really tall, yeah. Uh, how long do you think the idea swirled around that you were just going to be the first lady for like everybody? 
Um, I don't think I don't think very long. I think, think so? that once yeah, once James Madison was president, it just kind of was. It was just a natural fit. Because James Monroe was after him. Yeah. And he had a wife. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Uh, I don't know her. James Monroe is such a sweet guy. Like, he's... Like, just his dinner did... His dinner party stories, exquisite. Yeah. Were they? Yeah. That's cool. Did you know that he's in the painting of Washington crossing the Delaware? Ew. Isn't that crazy? James Monroe's the dude with the flag. Isn't that nuts? Aw, good for him. Yeah, you know, he made it. You know, I made the U.S. flag. What? <laughs> no, it was Betsy Ross. I was just making sure that was still getting around. Oh, okay. You know, it's been 240-something years. <laughs> gotta make sure we got everything yeah. right. Yeah. No, Betsy Ross made uh, the, flag the flag that eventually evolved into this flag that you guys have now. Yeah. How many states are there now? 50. 50,000? It seems like there are a million stars on there. <laughs> it's part of my type 5. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, so let's just do a speed around for, oh, okay. for people you liked, didn't like. Oh, fun. Okay. Let's do it. George Washington. Loved. Benjamin Franklin. Eh, he wasn't president. I thought we were doing presidents. Well, just founding. Oh, just founding fathers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead. So, George Washington. You loved. loved him. Uh, Benjamin Franklin. He was all right. Uh, John Adams. Mm. Abigail Adams. Abigail Adams, sweet lady. Yeah. She's my ride or die, you know what I mean? Oh, Nice. Do you, uh, do you know what that means? I don't know what that, that means. I, I was being cool. Just like my, like my best friend. <laughs> bottom bitch. Like we do. No. <laughs> no. Right? No, that's not what that means. <clears throat> um, what about uh, um, Thomas Jefferson's daughter? Thomas Jefferson's daughter. I can't remember her name. Oh, yeah? What, what is her name? What is her name? That's what what we're going to call her now? Yeah, TJ's kid. Oh, yeah. Thomas Jefferson's kid. Yeah. My favorite one. Right. <laughs> I'm searching my memory. She is. I can see her searching. Yes, my thinking. brain is lit up through my ghost face. <laughs> it's, it's it's fucking horrifying. It's very very scary. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson's daughter. You know, there's a book about Thomas Jefferson's daughter. Yeah, because she was educated heard, in yeah in France. Yeah. Because that dude was a francophile. Oh yeah, he was. So was um. So Wait, who, who, who were talking about? Thomas Jefferson, right? TJ, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Benjamin Franklin, I think, just like okay, fucking Okay, which Franklin. daughter are anyway. you referring to? Uh, the good one. The, oh. the Zeldest, I think. Uh, uh... I don't know. How many, how many did he have? Wait. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what kind of daughter. Oh, this shit. This is why we shouldn't be Wait talking about Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on then. Uh, Victor... Leave all that in. I don't know. Who <laughs> no, knows? cut it. Victor, cut the us. Um, uh, uh, all right. Um, okay, so Martha yeah. Randolph Jefferson. Yeah. Or Jefferson Randolph. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. Uh, yeah, she was okay. Okay, that's cool. Uh, long pause for <laughs> such a quiet response. Um, Hamilton. What did you think of Hamilton? Oh, Hamilton. Okay, uh, does this answer your question? Who dies in a duel against someone named Aaron? <laughs> That's true. Oh, no, Aaron got me. But aren't you friends with Aaron Burr? Didn't he oh, introduce you and He's my other ride or die. What? Yeah, love Aaron Burr. Okay. You need well, to learn what ride or die means. Well, you were making se- fun of him a second ago. So. Sound sex. Uh, the name Aaron. I don't yeah. think Aaron Burr should kill anybody. Aaron Burr. My name is Aaron. What do you think about Aaron Burr killing that dude? That's wild, right? That's pretty wild. All right. But, 
Yeah, that's just the that's just the late seventeen hundreds, early eighteen hundreds for you. It was a crazy time. <laughs> All right, who would win in a foot race, you or George Washington? Ooh, mm. Ye- like I don't know. Is cheating allowed? Yeah. If oh then <laughs> yeah, me, then me. Oh, you I'm would win. Crazy. Oh my god. Um, if no cheating's allowed, like they've put us very far apart mm-hmm. and they're just timing us or something. Yeah. Then probably him. He was significantly taller than I was. He was like six four. He was six four. And I was only five seven. Yeah. Or five seven. I well no well, I'm a ten foot cat. Now. Oh that's right. So We're it was. Still... All right. Um. Final fun fact that you just get to make up about yourself. Oh, that I'm a 10-foot cat? I feel like that was Oh, that was a good one. All right, final fact about James Madison. Final fact about James Madison. Mm -hmm. He was the best. Yeah? That's a fact. He was the the best? best. Um, Facts about him. Uh, He should have killed Hamilton when he had the chance. (laughs) Aaron Burr. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Dolly Madison's ghost... Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Wow, that was another great small story. Wow, I didn't know. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. I also will laugh hysterically if we cover the same thing, but. Yeah, oh, was, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, what are the like? I mean, they're probably gonna give us shit for talking about the fucking Patriot for thirty minutes. Yeah, that's very true. God, I know that would be the one note that I get from Dan after I edit this. Yeah, he's like, like, why what was, the fuck why, is why is that in there? The moment that you and Brett get on the mic, you just talk about movies Please. that you like. Hey, the Patriot is a great movie. It's a fucking it great is. movie. It's fucking great. Now make it reverse. <laughs> give, give me the reverse Patriot. And we'll have a movie. Okay. So Brett, what is a famous what is the main story of the night? Like we I know there's a big main spooky thing from it. What is it? Is it a is it a British ghost ship? Is it uh, uh you know, I don't really have a main spooky thing because what I have instead for you is perhaps the greatest motherfucking revolutionary war hero of all time okay. that no one has ever heard of. Really? All right, I hope you're ready for this. Okay. So get ready. To learn a little bit about Samuel Whitmore. Okay. Samuel Whitmore. Dude that no one knows about because he's not famous in any way. Yeah. So uh, this is a dude who is, he's regionally famous in Massachusetts. Yeah. uh, For his desire to violently kill all British people at any cost. Oh, shit. During the revolution. Awesome. So he was born in England and served the British crown for like about five decades okay. of like military service yeah uh dude's born in 1695 and uh which is about 75 years after the pilgrims landed on plymouth rock and he is a fucking stone cold badass that the massachusetts bay colony unleashed on a colonial america oh, in the shit. 1740s where he was a captain in the british army as a fucking dragoon so Ooh, cavalry. You, yeah, exactly. Okay. So this was Heavy like cavalry. So if you're if you want to know what a dragoon is, so imagine that the all the like you know the 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 battle lines draw up. Yeah, and you line up all like you know like you're fucking fifty guys with rifles. Okay, we've got our fifty on this side. You have your fifty on this side. Yeah, we all line up. We all fire our guns, and then the fucking like club to death battle begins after that. Yeah. Where we run at each other like crazy people with fucking bayonets and swords. Yeah. And now we're like all fighting like fucking shoulder to shoulder in like this terrible battle. Right. Okay. 
The dragoon is the dude on fucking horseback on the sideline who is just waiting for that to happen. Oh, shit. And okay. <laughs> to come like, around and outflank you. Exactly. And okay. while you're trapped fighting the person in front of you, they are stabbing away at the yeah. side. Oh, my God. And, and like, they're on horse, Jesus. so they can just cut down <laughs> like, men after Jesus men. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like While you're trapped, dragoons. you have nowhere to go. You have your guy to your right of you. You're, uh, you're, the, the dragoons so they're coming to your left, for you and you have trapped. a guy trying to stab you from like, the front that you're like, struggling spear. with, and, and like, you're just like... In, you, there's That's nowhere to run. You can't awful. run back. You can't run forward. You can't run to the right. There's crazy. You just have to wait for the slaughter to happen. Yeah. So Jesus. like the dragoon usually would roll up with between two to four pistols. Also. Oh, wow. oh yeah. yeah so shoot. like like if you ever like imagine like a dude with a fucking bandolier. Yeah. And he's got fucking four guns Again, on. So the it. bad guy from the yeah, Patriot. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So his job is to fucking bowl in like a goddamn wrecking ball Jeez. and to run into the sideline and okay. just start shooting guys. Point blank from fucking yeah. horseback. <laughs> That's why I had multiple when they pistols. Run out, they have a shoot. giant sword <laughs> that they pull out and just start whacking away. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, like, perspective the fucking bad guy from. I feel from... like I want to be the drummer guy in this fight. Jesus oh, you know, that, he's going to kill you first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, the dragoon, their job is to just roll up. How many times whoever... that guy be like, huh, you see that flag guy? That's my bitch. Gonna, <laughs> see that guy like, in the middle? Yeah. That's their fucking boss. Yeah. I'm going to get that guy. I'm going to get that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking Fuck. like balls to the walls, high speed on horseback. That would be fucking worth oh, seeing in a movie, yeah. too. Because oh, yeah. like you kind of get it in the in the Patriot a little bit, but yeah. not really. And uh, if you've ever watched the uh, movie Sleepy Hollow, yeah. um, the fucking headless horseman in that, is a fucking dragoon. That makes sense. So like okay. he like this is like your biggest burliest guy. Also, that's what I thought you were gonna go into in this episode was the headless horseman. Oh, I've, I've, I would love to, but uh, no, no. Samuel Whitmore's like a real life headless Perfect. horseman. Perfect. <laughs> so anyway, that's what the dragoon is. Uh, so you know the the tactic is yeah we run in on horseback. Okay. First weapon lance. Yep. Like a fucking knight fucking on horseback. Knight <laughs> <laughs> the fu- so, so this guy is literally on horse, just loaded up oh, with different oh, weapons. Dude, he is like he a, is a Punisher on a horse. <laughs> okay, <laughs> of, of this era. Why is there not a comic of that? He's got a fucking Punisher lance. He's got fucking four guns, and he's got a sword. Jeez. And his right. job is to fucking just barrel the fuck in there, impale one guy. Yeah, let the lance go because it's fucking fuck ruined. Done. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. If fucking you get two for one, two guns. <laughs> yeah, two. Guns guns either side plow plow drop them two guns plow plow yeah drop them sword chop 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 (laughs) run away come back exactly go back yep reload come back (laughs) that is like that's the the best job holy shit yeah so like that's the kind of dude that we're dealing with okay gotcha (laughs) so i assume you'd have to be really big and strong to be that role yes yeah yeah. yeah. so like you're usually a bigger guy you're also like trained in every fucking weapon that they use because that's like rotating out three different types of weapons yeah while riding horseback yeah exactly that's nuts so anyway uh they you know they pump the fucking guys full of lead they chop them up with the sword then they leave Okay. So this dude starts off fighting the French in Canada okay. uh, during the War of Austrian Succession, which is called King George's War, uh, because this is like right before us. Gotcha. And uh, Whitmore was part of the British force that assaulted uh, Nova Scotia and just beat the living shit out of the French in Louisbourg in 1745. So Okay, so we got some backstory yep. established. Like This that. dude is fucking 50 years old in 1745. What? 
So he's like at retirement age. Yeah. And he has re-enlisted because he wants to fucking fight. So this is Logan's story, (laughs) basically. Uh, So uh, he is now he is like the head of the Dragoons here. Okay. Uh, And they fucking annihilate the fortress at Louisburg. Uh, and one of the things that he does in the battle is on this also horseback. Makes it, I'm thinking of as a 45 year old. Sorry to cut you off. Oh no, experienced war veteran fighting a bunch of fucking teenagers, farm boys. Probably, yeah. He's probably like Jesus fucking fighting Christ. fur trappers. Yeah, and like this dude's like, like, I've got, <laughs> he's, he's like, like smoking like, a cigarette. Smoking like, a cigarette like, like, like I've been fucking killing Frenchmen since you were a kid. Just yeah. like <laughs> smoking a cigarette. You smell that? I'm like what? No, it's like. It's their fear. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just wetting people, it's, just wetting it's, themselves. It's Frank this, Miller's Batman just going just to town on, exactly. on like some little Teenage game. So, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny that you mentioned the uh, the pointing out the officer in the beginning okay, of this. This, this, fucking, this fucking dude does that. Okay, does. <laughs> and, and he's like, he sees the fucking commanding officer of Louisburg yeah. in like the middle Ooh. and is Ooh. like... That's my bitch That's right my there. Bitch right there. <laughs> he fucking kills his way to the guy. <laughs> he dismounts from his horse, okay, because he wants to fight him on even footing. This is a dude that literally is the equivalent. Of like, you have like four years left to live. He's like, no, I'm going out murdering, murdering. I'm di- I'm dying the way I live, killing Frenchmen. So he kills his way through the battlefield. Okay, gets to the commanding officer. Oh, I thought Dis- we were at the British at oh, this point. No, my we're bad. not. Oh, this, holy crap! This dude this is, is still backstory? British. Okay, yeah, this is backstory. Oh, shit. So okay, I'm he sorry. Dismounts. Kills and he like he draws his fucking long sword and yeah. proceeds to have like a fucking pirate fight with this guy Holy in the shit. middle of the battle and fucking decapitates. Him. <laughs> what? Is the fight what? over at that point? Yeah, like and, everyone and stops, like right? we fucking quit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw that, like, I'm done. You won. Fuck you, it. Like fuck I'm, this. No. Like and like you can imagine too. Like probably like a decapitation is not a full decapitation. No, I'm sure like, it's messy and everyone yeah. heard him take a couple like, of whacks oh, yeah, to get it like, done. He like probably chops through like half the guy's neck. The and guy just dies screaming. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Ugh. like he takes his fucking sword and he uses this for the rest of his life. By the way, okay, gotcha. Uh, so uh, the French decide to come back and take Louisburg during the Seven Years' War, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is also a fucking war where this guy fought. <laughs> oh my God. God. So okay. he's sixty in this war. What? Oh, and shit. guess what? He goes right the fuck back to this place where he killed all those guys. Holy shit! Uh, and sixty? Yeah, exactly. What so the fuck? Uh, now he's fighting the French and Indians again. Okay, or, excuse me, Native Americans. That was quite yeah. racist. To We've me. been saying. Yeah, yeah, I apologize. Sorry. Everything, it's in everything, is Indian. Yeah, exactly. I hate that. Um, so uh, this time he's not in charge, but he's under uh, Commander Wolf, who is a fucking famous French or uh, British fighter. Yeah, he actually dies at Quebec during this war. There's an amazing painting of it. Anyway, uh, so Commander Wolf uh, decides that you know it's it's time to fucking unleash this guy <laughs> on the fucking <laughs> okay. French at Louisbourg yet again. So he fucking. Rolls up again on horseback and is the deciding factor in this battle. What the fuck? And, uh, again, kills his way through the front line and Shit. basically like breaks morale because like battles, of course, in this time determined by morale nearly alone. Yeah. And okay. this dude rolls up, kills about three or four guys, and everyone's just like, fuck it. Oh, fuck that's it, the not, end. Yeah. Not worth it. <laughs> I assume it's how he did it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he doesn't like take the guy down like in this in the original one. Yeah, uh, but you know he still does his fucking signature like 
lances one Lance. guy, jumps down, double guns two guys. <laughs> fuck. Like 60 years old. <laughs> so, yeah, I would quit too after that. Like, nope, fuck, I'm done. Nope. Right. Probably riddled with scars. Yo, and, yeah, absolutely. And just like Covered hair. in blood. And yeah, just, just terrible. Ter- so he, he finally retires at okay. age 64. Right around the time when the fucking revolution <laughs> starts. Fuck. And uh, he now decides, or excuse me, uh, the revolution hasn't started just yet. Gotcha. Uh, so uh, at, at this point in time, the fuck, the, there's a group of people uh, in the Great Lakes Native American tribe led by Chief Pontiac. Where uh, he gets involved in this. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like he's not in the army. Yeah. He is just like, he just shows up with the British army and is like, hey, I'm coming along. Okay. And everyone's like, yeah, okay. Sure. That, yeah, whatever. I what yeah, can't <laughs> tell him no. I can't because, tell him no, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like, you everyone, tell him. That's what that conversation him. was. Do you want to tell him? No, you fucking tell him. <laughs> <laughs> and in this one, uh, he again. Kills a he kills a Native American guy that had like fancy dueling pistols. Really? <laughs> and now he takes those in addition to his like war trophy saber. What the? And fuck? he's just basically collecting war trophies. Gotcha. So mm. uh, a- after this, uh, now America is at war with England. And if you what thought that he flip? was. A- What's that? What makes him flip? You're probably uh, about to he go gets fucking sick of them quartering people in his house. Really? <laughs> that was quartering act. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, what? It, yeah, was, he's what? like, I served in the fucking army. I don't need you coming in my fucking house and taking my shit. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, so yeah. every soldier is like basically yeah. like frat house. And yeah, exactly. Okay. So like basically what the British would do is like, you know, like they didn't yeah. have the time to build barracks. So they would I say didn't know like, they did that to their own. I thought they did that just fucking no, colonists. They, no, they, they, they were their own. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, so yeah like, true. This dude's like fucking sick of people like living in his fucking house. Yeah. And he's sick of like watching his friends get like tried for treason oh, uh, for whenever like shit. he actually agrees with the patriots that they should have representation yeah and so obviously he's not just like a fucking war grizzled and at this veteran point, he's lived a yeah. lot of his life over in, yeah, exactly so sense. he holds he more loyalty to his area than he does the british army yeah uh so when war breaks out he decides to join up with the fucking patriots okay and they're like you're too old yeah <laughs> and he's like no I'm not too old. I've fought in fucking four different wars. Yeah. You need me. And again, they turn him away and they're like, no, we don't. We, you can't. Fuck? You can't sign up with us. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's fine. I'll join the fucking militia. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So he, he joins up with the militia in his hometown. And, uh, you know, like one day mm-hmm. uh, he gathers up the rest of the militia because they noticed that the uh the uh the british army is actually going to be marching through town this day okay uh the stamp act has just been passed and mm. uh this is like right before the battle of lexington and concord oh, gotcha. uh so like First. he you know he's there and in and around the area doesn't necessarily participate in lexington mm. concord but he gets in on it right afterwards really so uh along the way back from lexington and concord him and his like group of asshole friends or just taking pot shots at him the whole way. Oh shit! Like just shooting him from like the woods as they're retreating. <laughs> what? Like, under no one's orders. Like not part of the official militia, not part of the army. Like separatist group, basically like the fucking I don't know, like doomsday prepping militiamen of today. What the? They're just like it's our time to shine, boys. Let's take pot shots at the army at the British. Yes. They were just really like <laughs> yeah, fucking. Like, right? fucking Holy so, shit, okay. Uh, they're like harassing them th- on their way back. And uh, as they get 
as they get to his hometown, yeah, they've they've already arrived back. Okay. So they're like, we took pot shots at him. Whatever. We didn't really get any of them, but yeah. you know, we scared him. And so the British get there uh, in his hometown, which is called uh, Monotomy. Okay. And uh, he decides that you know, this is where I'm gonna fucking draw the line. Really? Because like they're about to like raid his town for supplies. Yeah, makes and sense. Because like, the war has finally started. Yeah. Yep, exactly. By himself, without any of his cronies. Okay. He decides to take a station behind a stone wall and just fucking waits for this regiment of foot soldiers to show up. What? Like, Real life Patriot. No backup. He has all of his it's guns. Just him? Just him. Shut the fuck up. He has all up. of his fucking guns. <laughs> I mean, so the fucking movie I should have yeah. saw was this? Yeah, exactly. And not the other one? You know, like the part in the story of the Patriot where the dude lays out all of his guns yeah. and yeah. he like runs and grabs them? This dude does that. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so it's the British 47th Regiment of Foot, and he's got his fucking musket. He's got, well, actually several muskets. Yeah. <laughs> he has several pistols. Just lined just up like to one, snipe. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, all down a line. What? And uh, the British you know, come into town, and mm. this dude just fucking starts gunning him down. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. So, uh... Did you say how many of them were there? It, it like, it's an entire regiment. Holy so that's, shit. like, okay, probably, gotcha. like, 100 guys. Oh, and he's just, like... <laughs> this dude is, like, 80 years that old. That is insane to me. <laughs> <laughs> that dude starts that shit. Uh, so it takes about 20 seconds to reload these things. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's just, like, fire, fire, yeah. fire, fire. And then, like, they're like, what the fuck they is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they think it's, like, 10 or 15 people. Yeah. And, like, literally what this dude is doing is just, like, firing, roll, picking up gun, fire, fire. roll. And then he, like, starts reloading them. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? And so, like, they're, like, confused because they think it's, like, a whole bunch of guys. Yeah, and, just hiding. And, like, they stop and they're like, what the fuck because is going stone, on? It's a stone wall that yeah, he's exactly. hiding behind. And he's just got so they're just thinking up. over this wall as a militia. Wait, exactly. Yeah, okay. Okay. It's obviously it's a small militia, but yeah. still, like, we're not going to, like, charge it. Yeah, that makes sense. And so uh, they start looking at it and they're like, this is just one guy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then they get him. And so they, you know, they, they charge him. Yeah. They wait for him to start reloading. Mm-hmm. And then they just fucking bum rush him. What they did not realize was that this motherfucker had a pile of pistols on the ground. Yeah, him. that's when he was just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was just waiting on him. He was just like, it's like come so, to me. Yeah, when literally he's like, literally shoots two of them. It's like, I'm done in here with you. You're yeah, in here with exactly. me. So yeah. he has, he's got Murders. his fucking dueling yeah. pistols that he took off of dead Native Americans. Who took off fuck. of dead Frenchmen. <laughs> <laughs> and like two dudes hop over and he's like, Pa pa! What? Immediately, <laughs> the fuck? Can you imagine that? Go, go, finish it, Reginald. Just yeah, take it. Exactly. It's one old man, you so fuck. The, and it, like, like the bum rush of like, you can imagine it's probably like six or seven guys. Are like, we don't need everybody no, to do you this. Just fuck a co- this. Yeah, it's guy. an old man. Fuck yeah, that guy. Yeah, go so take him out. First two dudes that jump over, just pow, pow. headshot, <laughs> pow, torso shot. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking throws the gun on the ground and draws his fucking sword. <laughs> And so there's like six of these guys because yeah. he's killed two of them. Okay. Is this, is this the sword that he's yes, this is the he beheaded the sword the the <laughs> And so okay. uh, they don't have swords. They have fucking bayonets. Like bayonets. Right? Yeah. And so the first thing that they do is they fucking shoot him in the sh- like straight through the shoulder. No honor. And he just keeps coming. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And so they shoot him in the leg. And then like... 
they beat the living shit out of him. Oh, God. And then they bayonet him 13 times. What? Uh, And, like, the whole time, he is just, like, cussing at them and swinging (laughs) his sword at them. What the fuck? uh, uh, in, In this fight, it, he is credited with four kills. <laughs> you know what's amazing about the story? Crazy. It, oh, you only got four. <laughs> yeah. The amazing thing is, you know that that's real because there's only one victor, and that's the British soldiers. Right. So they're not going to fucking glorify that oh, story. No, not at all. Yeah, because of the fact that they this is probably like to four of them died by an old crazy man. <laughs> this is probably like help. <laughs> we need more supplies. We there's some crazy <laughs> shit <laughs> happening. <laughs> we need supplies. Like, we just ran in town, and some crazy <laughs> man just killed four of my guys. <laughs> he was old too. <laughs> and like this is like after he's like been fucking pot shotting them yeah. for like probably about a day. Fuck. <laughs> That's and crazy. so that doesn't kill him. What? <laughs> what? It doesn't it kill doesn't him. It doesn't kill him. I t- I'm so sorry. I misquoted. He only kills three of them in this city. Oh, okay. He has in killed one before they get to this oh, city. Oh, shit. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so he gets like one in the distance. He gets yeah. the two guys that come over come the over. stone wall. Okay. And then they and then catch him. Then he uh, get one with a sword then? Or yeah, he killed he, before they yeah, got there? exactly. Gotcha. Okay. So he lives until 1793. Dying at the age of 98. What the fuck? How how did he survive? So his tombstone, which is in his hometown in Massachusetts, reads... (laughs) I was going to ask what state, and I should have fucking known. Of course, it was like (laughs) fucking Boston. Near this spot, Samuel Whitmore, then 80 years old, killed three British soldiers. April 19th, 1776. He was shot, bayoneted, beaten, and left for dead but recovered and lived to be 98 years of age. What? Out of spite. Out of, yeah, pure spite. Out of spite. Fuck. He's like, you can't kill me. <laughs> you took my <laughs> shins. <laughs> I kill fit men. I like, I like to think one of the bayonets is still in him. And oh, then like, yeah. he's, he's like, <laughs> one of the soldiers is like, oh, I got to get it. Just, and he's like, come and get it from me. Take it out of me, <laughs> fucking out pansy. Out of me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Brock <laughs> Samson. My last cunt. <laughs> You mildly couldn't take it from a corpse. <laughs> I wish you'd take it from me. I wish you'd take it from me. <laughs> you wish you would have killed me, motherfucker. <laughs> that is insane. So, yeah, that, That's crazy. That is my Holy favorite. Shit, where is that movie? <laughs> I know that dude should have his own movie. Like yeah. it would be, like I think that that I story. I think they probably took a lot of that from the Patriot. Yeah, it sounds a lot like it. I think that that movie would be borderline unbelievable. Yeah, like, <laughs> people were like, "That's bullshit." Yeah, because literally, just has it's, aged. They did that, that with uh, Patton's story. That Hollywood didn't believe it all, so yeah. like his military record, so they dumbed it down in the movie. Where like really all his stunts that he did, like Patton ran onto a field and threw a grenade into a tank. No shit, <laughs> yeah. really? Yeah. yeah, he ran onto a act, like an active battlefield, like, jumped on a tank and shoved a grenade. <laughs> so the thing that every Hollywood movie does now, like yeah. is yeah, from him, which they told him that that was unbelievable. And that well, no one yeah. would believe it, and that he they took it out of the movie or something. Like a lot That's of his things. That's fucking crazy. Like, that is he, crazy. He took a Thompson machine gun and like killed like twenty dudes with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like, I don't think it's hard. Like in any war stories, I don't think it's hard to believe because again, a majority of those people are drafted, whatever have you, be it young, 
like 22 year olds and shit. So if you have one guy that gets a like is a clear mind or like this dude who just fucking enjoys he it. He was like yeah. fucking good this at it. This is his passion, <laughs> obviously. Like, it's a good thing when someone can turn a passion into a career, you know? <laughs> oh, like, oh, absolutely. That is insane to me. That he, <laughs> all of these things, it wasn't like, oh, what's like his backstory? No, he just wanted to do it. What? Yeah, no, like. Did he, the Native Americans burn his farm? No, he just fucking he was saw like, that fight well, was about to happen. There's a war coming, and I'm going to be a part of it because <laughs> I don't know nothing else. <laughs> 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 like that, what the fuck? This dude is crazy. And oh man, I guess revolutionary words. Fucking oh nuts. yeah. Like I have never read anything like this before yeah. about the revolution. If they would have taught stuff like this in school, I would have yeah. been like, hell yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> miracle, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Sam- Samuel Whitmore, All everybody, right. hero yeah, of the revolution. Holy shit, vanquisher of the French. The British spirit of the, the masshole. We get this, the, the original of the masshole. <laughs> Literally, that is ideally every Bostonian. He's fucking drunk, but he's still coming at me. I've knocked him down <laughs> I, twice. I knocked his fucking teeth fuck out. Fuck you we and your mother. Him. I'll fucking take you any day, Sean. Stay down, Mike. No, fuck you. God fuck damn it. You, you want to come stay in my fucking house? Stay come as, stay in my fucking stay house. Stay in my fucking name. <laughs> That's literally, I've seen that happen a lot, by the way. It's people that should stay down but get right the fuck back up. That was me when I was in the height of my drinking and fighting. I was the one that should have stayed down but didn't and just kept running my mouth. So that's amazing. It it never worked out really well. It never does. It never. It didn't work out for Whitmore, but that's well. I mean, maybe maybe it did. I mean, he did did what he liked. He lived till ninety eight, doing what he loved. Yeah, he probably lived longer than I'm going to live. Yeah, (laughs) that is some weird shit. That's some Highlander shit. Yeah, that's some straight up Highlander shit. Like there could only be one <laughs> but man would i fucking love to i would love to watch that movie i mean jesus christ yeah it, it sounds like to me that the fucking patriot was like based I on based this on dude this as well and, has and, to. and francis marion yeah. like a weird hybrid combo yeah it has to be because I see every the reverse of both movies <laughs> imagine like being the guys because that at one point mel gibson correct me wrong does have a bunch of weapons on him as like pistols oh yeah and he's like ready and, to go yeah so i would assume that that's based off that yeah, they like just the mix the t- the war strategy mind of this person with yeah, put it together. Yeah, but could you ima- like going back to like what a dragoon was in this time? That is insane to me. Like I knew what it, I knew a dragoon was a cavalry officer. Yeah, like or like a cavalryman, but I didn't know like what it actually Why it meant entailed. to be that. Yeah, like, same. The dude that was a dragoon literally guaranteed five kills. Yeah, like <laughs> the Navy nuts. SEALs of that of, is of the past. fucking insane. <laughs> what I guess they still have a I still I still think they're a high target though even though they're on a horse right well That's what yeah I assume, like, like if you, I mean, life if expectancy like, isn't long well yeah if you're like the shock trooper then like, yeah you're not like you're probably like don't make you're out the of first, too many of those yeah because you're the first like the minute you start bullying in there you're the first target for everybody because yeah, they see you yeah your, your objective when you are in dragoon is when you are flanking is to kill as many as fast as possible because you want to get into the center and, and get yeah, out otherwise cannons can shoot at you if you're if you're stuck oh, on that true. side and then you're all, all ter- uh, like our, i can't even imagine yeah, that or, oh shit i didn't even think about yeah. that yeah. The cannons. Yeah. so like because i forgot beacon dude. hill in boston that's a huge thing about being under siege for i forgot how well, long uh, yeah uh, a lot of time fire by navy and i'm yeah, like that's geez. insane to me well like, think about it too like a lot of times people think like cannonball big metal thing 
But no, it was like no. a giant shotgun. Yeah, a giant <laughs> shotgun hits what the is. ground and hot pieces of metal oh, fly like, everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So they, w- they would aim it's that a cartoon at, explosion. A, at, a, at an engaging like yeah. cavalry that was hitting the Yeah, the it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Bigger, bigger yeah. targets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're going to hit, and also yeah. you, and hit, it's usually you nick downhill. a horse, you knock like, yeah, two of them. Yeah, you'd probably kill the guy, too. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So I'm sure you knock off horses, knock off... And, but That's also, the if there's a back row, they can shift and shoot at... That's so That's you got to do it at the right time. And it's also insane to me too. At the same, like you have to remember, like you you pointed out to me earlier, and I didn't even think about it because we've been our own country forever. The loyalists versus like separate, like the the patriots, like that's insane because all of them came over. Like they're all from different places. Like this, they, they, they were like literally, literally you're fighting your brothers and countrymen at the time. Like yeah, they're not like they're not. There's wrong, not an end goal. Yeah, and you're not. You're probably it is wrong. It's, like <laughs> yeah. It is kind of nuts to think of it that way because I know it's always portrayed like as like. Ooh, the like loyal, like the loyalists are always portrayed as these like aristocrats that came on a boat and like, ooh, like no. right, but, but really, they're like, like they're like the law-abiding citizens. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Going back to our Clive Owen movie, like absolutely, there's that point of like, no, my neighbor just got tarred and feathered. What the fuck, man? Like, I'm just paying my taxes and doing my shit. Like, I and have no problem with the taxes. Like, you know, yeah. zero problem throwing tea <laughs> yeah. in the harbor. I can, and shit. I can afford them. Look, yeah. I get it. I get I, I why get we it. have it them. Sucks. Like, we it have an fun. army that protects us against yeah. raiders from it Spain. Sucks that I have and, like and, shitty and, roommates and, now. Like, I get yeah, it. Americans raiding our towns. Like, that was a big thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking nuts. Because, and then that's insert fireworks. Yep, play the sad. Star Spangled Banner. I'm gonna play it. <laughs> it's a House of Cards theme, but now it's just yeah. poor taste. No, poor taste. It's a He's good theme song, but the fuck, god yeah, damn we it. We can't nah. even have that anymore because everyone's a fucking sex offender. Fuck, these I know what is that. That's uh, a different topic. Different topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah, think that wraps it about up. Like it's Fourth of July special, and here's uh, one more story for you guys. Hi. Hi, everyone. This is Ethan. And Madison. Hi. You guys know me. You know, Madison. She's been here the whole time. She just doesn't talk that much. Yeah. And we're talking about the 4th of July. What is the 4th of July? It's a date. It is. There's a really lame joke history teachers love to tell where do they have a 4th of July in England? And all the kids are supposed to say no. And they go, yes, it's right after the 3rd. (laughs) Ha ha ha, and then everyone laughs. Such humor. The witticism. <laughs> it's too much. So, for our international listeners, the 4th of July, you probably know what it is. Um, but also, like, prom, which I find that a lot of inter- international listeners are confused as to what prom is. So are we, listeners. We don't really know what prom is, either. Yeah. So, 4th of July is fairly accurate in movies or TV shows, I think. What do you think? Yeah, let's just talk about how we celebrate. So we celebrate it by normally having hot dogs. Yes. Well, first we drape our home in American flags. That's true. And you do you think that's an exaggeration, but they're everywhere. Yeah. We not, go a little crazy. That's true. Maybe not necessarily flags everywhere, but definitely red, white, and blue. Everywhere. But in that pattern, because otherwise we'll just otherwise look like it's France. Just three colors. Yeah, exactly. France. Yeah. Sacre boo. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. And uh, so we normally drape our house in red, white, and blue stuff, and it looks really great. And we normally barbecue food, and then we watch National Treasure. The best 4th of July movie. Yeah, it's a documentary about Nicolas Cage finding a map to the Declaration of, or the maps on the Declaration of Independence. That's right. 
He's trying to find treasure that the Masons left or something. Oh, the treasures of the world. Right. The treasures, the the burned books of the Library of Alexandria are here. Yeah. They were saved, I guess. Oh, good. Yeah. And they're in a... And kept a secret. Right. Naturally. Yeah. Because the treasure, the reason it's a secret is the treasure is too grand for any one man. But Nicolas Cage... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> want want that treasure? He, so he's he's like, no, man, I'm I'm totally that one guy that oh. can have all this treasure. And Nicholas Cage knows about it. His his character is aptly named Benjamin Franklin Cage. <laughs> something Johnson or something. Yeah, and he goes on a treasure hunt, and he's got a buddy, and he's like witty. There's a love interest, and she's there. It's a great movie. Um. And they made a sequel. I never saw it. I never. Who needs who needs more treasure? We got the first one. Yeah. And normally we watch that and then we barbecue and then that night we'll see fireworks from our balcony. Or we'll go see fireworks. And we will listen to our national march, which is The Stars and Stripes Forever by John Philip Sousa. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Fun, That's the good stuff. The good stuff. Fun fact. If you haven't listened to The Stars and Stripes Forever... Highly recommend it. If you're going to listen to it, listen to the Marine Band, because everybody plays it. Yeah. And as we know, not everybody is, you know, top notch. Yeah. Jinx. How dare you jinx me on this <laughs> podcast. Um, and uh, it's a really great march. It was um, It was not Sousa's favorite march, but he always considered it our national march. And so after his death, uh, the man who actually founded... The school of music where I went to college, where you went to college. Yeah. Uh, he actually got with the the governor of Alabama at the time. Yeah. It's very controversial. Which, for you history folks, George Wallace. Not great. Not great. Pretty terrible dude. <laughs> terrible dude. But this one thing was pretty cool. <laughs> they passed legislation to officially make it. The, yeah, the National right? March. Yeah, so the... Stomped all over the end of your story. Yeah, you did. You, uh, you took it. That's okay, though. Nice. But the, it's really cool because it's a, it's a, it was a law. Or I don't know if it was a law necessarily, but it was something that was passed by Congress. So the director of our School of Music, John M. Long, Troy University fans, shout out to you. Uh, he's actually on that piece of legislation, like officially, as one of the people that got it. That's crazy. Presented. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So if you want to celebrate the 4th of July like uh, true a, Americans. Like a couple of pretty cool Americans, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, a couple of patriots. You'll wake up. You'll fix a big breakfast. Probably close to an English breakfast, ironically enough. And you'll watch National Treasure. You'll barbecue something. Yeah. And then you'll listen to Stars and Stripes forever on repeat for like... And watch some fireworks. Yeah, for like seven hours. Get together with your friends and pretend that it's not too hot to be barbecuing. Yeah, but it is. But it is. And it's probably going to rain on you if you're in Florida like we are. Yeah, that's true. It's going to rain on you. It's going to rain. Um, One thing that's frustrating is there are so many people that, like, celebrate the 4th of July ironically. Like, have you yeah, seen that? Yeah, why bother? Yeah. Like, the people that are like, oh, America, and they, like, shoot guns and stuff. And it's like, God, that's not... Come on, guys. Yeah. Just don't celebrate at all. Yeah, don't do it ironically. Don't do anything ironically. If I could, if I could impart any of my wisdom... Yeah. 
I would say live your life to the fullest. Yeah. Right? That's really original. I came up with that. <laughs> no, live it. Don't do anything ironically. I'm so tired of just do what you want to do. Yeah. Don't don't put any facade because most of the time people are doing things ironically mm-hmm. that really want to do those things and they're saying like, oh, wouldn't this be stupid? Wouldn't this be dumb? No. Live your life, do what you want to do. Yeah. And screw everybody else that's gonna judge you. I live my life by that and I get laughed at a lot, but I'm much happier. Damn. That's a solid message. God bless America. Yeah. yeah. All right, Victor. Play Stars and Stripes Forever. Uh, just fucking blast that shit. Blast it. Wow, what a great story to wrap it all up. I think that really put a bow on it, actually. Yeah. Like, what what do you think, Harry? What's your last word on this? I just think this special is going to be 4th of July in... <laughs> what does that even God mean? God <laughs> Here, we'll, we'll wrap this up uh, with, a, uh, with a fucking like, badass Benjamin Franklin quote. Which oh, I yeah. think pretty much encapsulates the, an entire, the entirety of the American Revolution. Let's do it. Wine is constant proof that God loves us and lo- wants to see us be happy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was not the one I wanted to read. <laughs> but it's, that's a good one. Uh, here we go. Uh, we must indeed all hang together, or most assuredly, we shall all hang separately. Huh? Ooh. Which fucking great point. Yeah, great Phenomenal. words. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. Thank you, Ben Franklin, French womanizer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man after my own heart. That oh, guy man. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> that, that guy, guy fucks. Fucked. All right. That's why he's on the hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Our greatest president. Our next deep folk. <laughs> Based on their portrait, does this guy fuck? You find out more. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. They all have gout. So, yeah, everybody, that was it. That was our 4th of July special where we talked about how great America was and then how much ass we kicked. And somewhat we had ghost stories, but mostly we talked about cool war stories. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. Because it is a celebration of a war over here. Yeah. And I think it ultimately left us more confused as to who the bad guys were. Yeah, we kind of looked, we took time to reflect on ourselves. So, you know, you know what? It all worked out. I think we can all agree. That the Patriot is perhaps the greatest movie yes, ever made again. <laughs> about America in any period. <laughs> Make the reverse. <laughs> if you appreciate the reference to the Patriot, just hashtag Patriot on this so that we know you're out there. Because me and Brett will definitely have to defend this episode to Dan yeah. about how much we reference this fucking movie. <laughs> but literally, when you're in America and you got pop culture to talk about with Absolutely. the American Revolution, you really only got three things, yeah. right? You got the Patriot. You have Sleepy Hollow. Could be worse. We could do Independence Day. Okay. It's, yep, I mean, literally go. the name. We yep. could have made it all about that. Exactly. And how we try. That has aliens. aliens. I held. See, I kept it. I kept it away. Okay. Could have been there. It's Fourth of July is in the name. Movie ends with fireworks at the end. Guess what? There's always next year, folks. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So hope you're having a, a healthy, happy, safe Fourth of July. Yeah. And make sure that you take our legal advice and drink and play with fireworks. Yep. Uh, yeah. Responsibly. Make sure to close fist all. 
PVC pipes make great rockets. Yep. Fire them off in celebration of liberty. If you live in a state in the South that they are illegal, drive your ass to Georgia or Alabama where they're not and buy a shit ton. Drink some 40s. Oh, fun weird fact. I'll end it on this. Massachusetts, you would think it's totally legal to have fireworks, right? Yeah. Completely illegal. What? How shitty is that? But I that's like the birthplace of America. Ex- and you exactly. can't have fireworks? Yep. You can't have fireworks. You Fuck can't nope. drink a beer outside and, enjoy the and rockets have a red rock- glare? Nope. You can. <laughs> Where that's you go, they, so to be fair, they put yeah, on one of the most amazing 4th of July shows in the Boston Comic. Like Neil, oh, like when LED I was there, lights? <laughs> fucking Neil Diamond played there. Oh, no which shit. Which was fucking amazing okay. when that happened. Because uh, that song is infamous there. But yeah, weird. I'll leave you with that fun fact. Huh. All right, folks, that's it. It's, this episode's over. Go eat your grilled Legalize meats. it. And Legalize buy, I mean, fireworks. it. Fireworks. God damn it, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Get it. Yeah.